0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: to give y'all a show before the holidays, I said I was going to give y'all part
2: two
0: and
1: here I am with part two, late night, okay, I don't know, I just, I'm just random with it, okay, okay you guys, so again, so for those of you who are listening to my show right now, I don't know how the the sound, I'm hoping the sound is right, so because you know this is um, a late night show. And I'm at a different place, so I'm hoping you guys can, the sound is okay for you guys. If not, you know what, I'll get it correct. I'll be back in my regular spot, God bless, uh, for before New Year's, and we'll have, we'll be able to uh, do the sound better. I am, um, I'm on a new headset, so I don't know how this one works. Okay, so we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, guys, everything will Work out, okay. <laughs> all right, you guys. Okay, so let me tell you how we start off the show every week. I start telling you guys I'm looking here. You guys, I got so much going on. Let me tell you, it's, I be trying to get y'all a show going on, but at the same time, I be having all kind of drama. Messy, okay? Messy But for those of you who are joining me for the late night edition of the show, welcome to the show uh, It is uh, the CC show I just sit back and talk to you guys about hot topics uh, during the week We have hot topics that we're supposed to continue uh, for from last uh, the last show And so we're going to get on that in a few minutes But you know what guys, it's almost Christmas, can you believe it? I mean, I feel like it was just July like, I mean, it's crazy how fast everything is going. I mean, just completely nuts. I'm like, really? I mean, this is like it's, we're almost in 2021. That is unbelievable. I mean, you know, wow. can't believe it, okay? And, you know, I'm kind of excited for 2021. I really am Um you know, I you know I you know I I don't know what to expect, but I'm excited about it. You know, I am, and I really start feeling this week really just uh, more uh, Christmassy and stuff like that. You know, so I'm kind of excited about the new year and the Christmas holiday that's coming up in a couple of days here. So yeah, okay. So how is my week been so far? Okay, you guys, <laughs> comical. Okay, listen. So. Okay, my week is, good. you know, last night I went out to dinner with a girlfriend of mine. First she was coming to get me, and my girlfriend lives way out, like, you know, way, like, way, way she lives way out, like, and deep into one of the suburbs, right? And so <laughs> and so she, so she, something was going on with her car, and she was like, hey, I'm heading back home because I don't know what's going on with my car. So I have my grandpa, you know, any chance to drive my grandpa's car. My grandfather's new car. So I said, No, I'll come get you. Man, let me tell y'all <laughs> I got lost in my own hometown. Own Hell. I was like, What in the world is going on?
0: <laughs>
1: but it was funny. So I'm like, I'm going on the freeway and I'm like, Oh shit <laughs> My my 'cause I have my phone, you know, your phones do all the talking nowadays. I even use my phone. I in my car I have a navigation system on my car. I never ever Pay any attention. what I always use my phone. <laughs> so I put, I tried to put my phone through my grandfather's, you know, uh, car thing, you know, where you, you know, cause your Bluetooth, right? And so, but my phone just stopped talking in the middle of me on the freeway, and I'm like, shit, I gotta get off at of this exit and figure out where the hell I'm going. So it was hilarious. So I'm like, i pull pulling out this exit ramp, lost his Hell, okay. On, on Christmas Eve, and then I'm, I just look around and I see. I, first of all, I pull off this street on this street, which is in the hood, right? But I'm mean, I'm familiar with the hood in KC, so I grew up in the hood, so I wasn't tripping off of that. One. But it was funny because nobody was out. I was like,
0: What the hell is going on? Nobody.
1: <laughs> and then when I get back on the freeway, it's like every fucking body's there, <laughs> and I'm like, Where are y'all going? It's Kansas City. <laughs> But it was it was really cool. We ended up meeting up, and so I go pick her up, and we go out to dinner last night. We really had a really good dinner, fun dinner at Cheesecake. We just really had a good time. We 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 do me and her, me and this particular girlfriend. We do. You know, I have another girlfriend. We usually get together. We have we usually have a get-together, and then we do, we which we did. We had a get-together this year, and then we, a small one. And then we, me and her, this today, we went out. I mean, yesterday, we went out to dinner the last night. And so we what we love to do at Cheesecake Factory, okay, we love to order small plates, like a lot of small plates. I don't know if you guys have ever paid any attention to, um the small plates but they are really good like they have them, like these stuffed mushrooms, which I really love and then they have this like candied broccoli I mean candied uh not broccoli Brussels sprouts <gasps> that are bomb like like they they kind of like they kind of make make them sweet I don't know what they do to them but damn it I'm gonna learn the recipe it's really good and then they have these uh like chicken samosas and chicken taquitos, we just be ordering a whole bunch of stuff, and we just had a good time, just talking and laughing. And here's the funny thing, you know, they did restaurant do. Everybody's doing social distancing and everything in the restaurant, but it was cute It was some people. It was some people in there. I was actually surprised, you know. So, and everywhere you went, it was people. So I was like, wow, wow. I mean, people were practicing had their masks on and all that because they they don't have a choice. It's mandated, right? So that was uh, That was really good So then We uh, We do uh, After that we you know We head back and so this time I don't get lost On my way home which is really good You know I call my papa I'm like I'm on my way You know (laughs) And so he's he's waiting up for me and everything But it's it's so fun. I just use any excuse to drive this car. And today, I need to get my nails done. so I was like, "Papa, I gotta get my nails. Done. Let me go, let me go and get uh, get my nails done." And so I went to this is I I, I went to the hood mall because they have this you know people there that can do my nails. And this guy, let me tell you something. I love my regular nail girl, but I gotta tell her this dude was fire today. <laughs> I mean, he did my nails. They are fire right now. I'm looking at him like. Oh my god, they they look really really good. I mean, just fire. That's all I guess
0: <laughs>
1: for my French. I just did a French, but it was really. I was like, yeah, so. It's like, so, so that was my day so far, my little week. And then uh, I did some Christmas shopping. I did not finish though. Shit, I don't know what the what the hell is wrong with me. But I haven't finished, I'm almost there. I swear I am almost there, okay, so that was fun, and what else do you guys need to know uh you know here's another thing I noticed, right so my grandparents' neighborhood we've always lived where I live at in Kansas City, there is uh this street this a dividing street, and like it used to be back in the day, a dividing street truce was divided. The hood from the from the like nice area, right? It's like, like and so my where we live, we live right on the border. Like my grandparents' home is right on the border. Like so, growing up, my block was kind of like sometimes it would have uh you know different race of people. Sometimes it wouldn't. It'd be just all hood, you know. Like in the crack era, it was like all hood, <laughs> right? And so, uh, but it's always been like kind of like a border, right? But because you go further uh, back, as you go further east, I mean, it's, you know, it is straight hood, okay? Let me say this, okay? I was going down, like today I was going down and coming back. When I was coming back from shopping, I was going down some streets. It used to be like just hood, hood. Like it was white people all out waving at me like, like, a, like, a, <laughs> like in a white neighborhood. I was like, what the hell is going on? It was nothing but white people. Gentrification is on fleek in Kansas City. I mean, it is going crazy. I was like, "Oh my god!" White people all up and down in, in this one neighborhood—like they used to be up the street for me. It used to be hell on fucking wheels. It's nothing but <laughs> it is done with white folks the in that neighborhood. I'm like, "They bold as shit." I mean, it—it is it, just—it's it, crazy. And then in my neighborhood, it is—you know. Returning back white Well you know what my neighborhood always is kind of a little bit Sometimes half and half like except I said When the crack era But damn I was like Oh my god Then I looked around and I realized My grandparents have mostly white neighbors I
0: was like what is happening
1: (laughs) I mean It is crazy seriously I, I have never seen anything like this. And, you know, the sad part, I talked about gentrification before. On here. So I remember I was in uh, Atlanta, and the guy, I, all the Uber drivers was just, like, going off about gentrification in Atlanta. They was like, fuck, you know, it's nothing but these celebrities just fucking moving and raising up the rent. They was all talking. They was all telling me the same thing, right? And then they was talking about, how they being pushed? Regular people from Atlanta are being pushed out because, you know, uh, because of you know people moving in, the influx of people moving in, and they and then with the jobs, they're not able to get a lot of those jobs because they're some of them aren't skilled enough, and then some of these companies move in and bring these jobs. Here's the one thing I realized, and this is just, and like they were telling me, you know, a lot of New Yorkers, a lot of different people from different places moving to Atlanta. It's sort of like happening in Dallas right now. Um, and I was thinking about this today, and I was like, you know, the world, when I, the more and more I think about the world, it is so easy to manipulate humans. It's so easy to get humans to move from place to place without thinking why they're moving, how come they're moving, not understanding politics. I mean, it is so easy for what people would say some people would say conspiracy i don't say it's conspiracy because there are records on this kind of stuff and everything but it is so easy to move people like i feel like it's a cleansing of the coast what we're we're seeing now i don't i this is something that i i knew was coming like that the east coast would be cleansed probably and the west coast would be cleansed because it's it was over overpopulated uh, a lot of wealthy rich people live on both of those coasts and you know, some of them are great properties, you know. And they want, they don't want the over congestion. And so what they, so what you will find is a lot of companies will start moving in, like to places like Dallas and stuff like that, or different places. And they'll begin to move and shift, and have people move and shift to go look for jobs or to escape higher rent, to escape all these things. Uh, they bring their bad politics from the over-saturated, over, uh, over uh, tax cities they come from, not realizing why they moved and what has happened to them. And it's just such a it just it just made me think today about how easy we are manipulated in uh, the world, but particularly I look at my people, black people, because black Americans, because you know. A lot of black Americans, like even when you go talk about New York, I mean, New York uh, at one time, uh, I remember the history of the brownstones where I think, I forget, they were making them, whites were making them, and it was something that happened. I can't remember the story, but they became unfinished or something like that. And a lot, they sold black people a lot of the brownstones in those days because they Black people, white people literally abandoned them, for, and I forget the reason. And it's it has they has black people begin to move into the city and culturally influence those places within those cities and stuff like that, uh like Harlem and places like that, um, uh, Brooklyn, uh, whites want it back, come start decide that what they want want it back. And black people not being able being at and, and I don't really think people understand the plight of black America. Americans. I don't even think a lot of black Americans understand their plight, but a lot of black Americans not being able to sustain any kind of uh, generational wealth will find themselves in a place where they have to sell their property for cheap, can't maintain their property, don't have ownership. All these things. That's why I laugh at a lot of these celebrities when they a lot of these black celebrities when they old, when they be starting to talk about ownership and everything, then you look at their shit and you find out they ain't got no ownership, they dealing with the same thing black people on the low level are dealing with, it. they just dealing with it on the high level. Which later on in the show we're gonna talk about Oprah Winfrey just sold ninety five percent of her stake in own network, okay?
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm mm-hmm, mhm. Why? Very interesting. Okay, so but I just was thinking about all that and just thinking about black, how important it is for Black America to really uh, zone in on reparations. It ain't really even about voting no more. To be honest, I really can't say you know voting is important it, to vote the people in that's gonna talk reparations, but we do vote people in that ain't talking shit, they ain't really about that and then ignore it. We can down ballot them. Or not, or whatever, or just don't vote. I, I refuse to believe that uh, anything else will work for Black people beside God and spirituality. Then, than, than then than to move us into a place of uh, of giving us reparations. I got a lot to talk about on that a little bit today, because I saw some interesting things in. Um, in the news, so I want to talk about that a little bit later on. But just that was just a thought I had today. Just very interesting when I was seeing the shifting of these neighborhoods, the shifting of towns, the shiftings of cities. I mean, a lot of people in these little bitty towns are being in you uh, like being uh, people are just being saturated some some of these small towns because they have cheaper rent and cheaper things and stuff like that. And they're being saturated from a bunch of people from these coastal uh, cities and other places where the the rent has got too high. And it's nothing wrong with that. We're Americans. We can move wherever we want. The problem becomes is when you take your bad politics to places that have had long held politics in place when you don't have an understanding of why you move. How come? What has happened? At every in every and listen. Let me just say this. And in and in every American city, uh, politics change. Sometimes the Democrats could be better for one city. Sometimes the Republicans could be better for one city. Is it that's why there's a there needs to be a study of why you're doing what you're doing. Okay, so just very interesting. Just something I saw the manipulation and the shifting of uh, of of people and how easy it is to do, even for powers that be. In my personal opinion, okay. Okay, you guys, like I said, we're getting close to New Year's. I don't know what you guys are going to do for New Year's. I was talking about last night about, you know, the Housewives of Potomac, which I hope we get to today, like maybe uh, tonight, cuddling up and watching the Housewives of Potomac and then getting to that messy, messy uh, 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 reunion show, cuddling in my blankets and watching that. That's what I think I'm going to do for New Year's (laughs) I really do I think I'm going to do that That'll be so exciting to me <laughs> I'm going to bring it in With the Real Housewives of Potomac That'll take Oh, and I'll probably be watching My Love After Lockup Like earlier I'll probably just watch Like a Because I, I, I started getting lost From Love After Lockup I I, I kind of So I'm like six or seven episodes Behind So I think I'm going to start I'm going to watch that too <laughs> Catch up on all my shows God bless me to live That's what I think I'm going to do That'll be That would be really great Okay, so what is my it's-a-word for tonight? For those of you who are new and listening to the show, I usually give an it's-a-word about my week, and what I do is I try to encourage you and inspire you from things that I've gone through in the week or things that um, maybe you can learn from or something that I've learned from, okay? But my it's-a-word is simple this week. It's not going to be really much. My it's-a-word is enjoy your holidays and your loved ones. That's all. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy as much as you can Be careful Right You know Because there You know There is a coronavirus COVID running around here Along with a whole host Of other things But definitely Be careful Take care of yourself And don't Listen What i say Is let love guide you In terms of How you get together With your family How you uh, uh, Spend time With each other You know My thing is The greatest uh, You know I know a lot of people Want everybody Just but science is very important, and I believe in science. But I also believe in the power of spirituality more than I do in the power of science. And uh, I tell people, when you create an atmosphere of love, when you create an atmosphere of hope and kindness and everything like that, sometimes you know we can't. The bad things still come, but most of the time, in those atmospheres you can't help but to generate a a sense of health and wellness and power from within. So I want to encourage you guys to not think so much about the pandemic, kind of turn that mess off and everything, but think about for those of you who have gone home and those of you, because there's a lot of people out here, a lot of people this year who have lost loved ones, and not just the COVID, okay, Covid is one of the things people have done, but who have uh, that have, have lost loved ones. But people have lost loved ones to one of the leading causes of death is cancer. Uh, almost what is it, like almost like three hundred thousand, uh, three hundred four hundred thousand a year. Uh, people have lost loved ones to heart failure. People have lost loved ones to. Uh, sudden deaths, car accidents, murder, all kinds of things or whatever. So I want you guys to take the time and just be grateful for being here. Look at God. Got you here to the end of 2020 and celebrating your holiday. But be thankful for the family that you have and the family that you get to spend time with and you get to surround yourself around and, and just Encourage yourself in that, okay? And for those of you who may be alone this holiday, listen, there's always something you can do. You're never lonely. You're never alone. I remember my friend, I'm going to play this song in a minute. I used to have a girlfriend when I was single, and she was married. She got married every day. But she used to call me up and play What Do the Lonely Do at Christmas every year. I was like, bitch.
0: Well, it uh it was, it was hilarious.
1: It was funny. But, uh, you know, no matter what, you can find something to encourage yourself. I have a lot of single girlfriends, and I have some newly single girlfriends. You know, this is their first holiday without being married, and some of the kids are in school and stuff like that. And uh, I'm like, shoot, I'm like, girl, enjoy your singlehood. Enjoy your vibe. Find something uh, to do, find something you love. To, um, If you can't be with your family this year, you didn't get a chance to go home or you didn't get a chance, go get your favorite food, cook it up and uh, maybe get on a Zoom call with your family or maybe a video call, FaceTime, or just call them up on the phone. Then enjoy your favorite uh, show, child, whatever is coming on TV. You can watch uh, uh, the uh, thing, Ma thing. What's that? What's that? Uh, my Rainey is going to be is on right now on Netflix if you got Netflix. If you don't got Netflix, listen, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite. And they show it all the time, my favorite holiday show. I mean, my favorite holiday movie is It's a Wonderful Life. I
0: freaking love that
1: movie, <laughs> right? So you can watch stuff like It's a Wonderful Life. Maybe you can go and uh, uh, or maybe you can rent one on demand or something like that. There is a number of things you can do to encourage and enjoy your time, but whatever you do, you are the greatest company that yourself can have, okay? And so take the time to encourage yourself uh, if you're lonely or whatever you're going through and thank God for you just being present and alive, okay? And for those of you who can't be with the ones you love, <laughs> you know, uh, what they say, love the one you with. No, I'm just kidding. But if you can't be with the people you love this year or the ones you love or whatever, or that person you love, Uh, Be encouraged Stay positive Okay Maybe it'll happen for you You never know Okay Life is so strange Jupiter just met Saturn The first time in 800 years Oh my gosh All kind of strange shit is happening (laughs) I was like I'm expecting I'm expecting all kind of great shit to happen I mean not because Jupiter missed that I mean I was expecting great shit to happen anyway But I was I'm expecting all kind of great shit to happen Those with this alignment You know I'm like Shit I want to hear from people I'm supposed to hear from friends. I'm supposed to hear from I, new tribe. I just expect all kind of things, <laughs> right? So be encouraged, okay. You're, the, the, the. You may be walking into a time of uh, of of great change and empowerment for yourself. So hold on, okay, and keep the hope. All right, okay. That is your. It's a word. That's it. Hey, I hope I didn't miss nothing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what are we going to start off the show with? I mean, you know what? I always be having a song for y'all, and then it be, you know, and then I forget what I'm going to play. I just, I just do, but I did have a song up that I wanted to start off with. Oh, yes. This is one of my favorite songs. We're going to be playing Christmas songs, so I'm going to play Christmas song after this. But, listen, I love this song. I mean, it's old school. Y'all know I'm old school. Y'all know I love old school music, okay? But this is one from Denise Williams. I mean, it's just my song. It doesn't ever get old, like the way it starts off and stuff. She's one of my favorite singers, anyway. But this is an old one. Do what you feel, okay? It's the CC show. I'm Carlotta. You are here for the late night edition. We don't get into this news when I get back because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Donald Trump out in these streets talking about don't be giving folks six hundred dollars. Give him two thousand dollars. That's what I'm talking about, Donald Trump. Y'all sure y'all want the fuck? Y'all want Biden? Let me. We're gonna talk about the Democrats' punk ass. Had a chance to get this back in October, but they turned it down, trying to play political fucking games. But okay, we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. Donald Trump said, get, "Not that I like Donald that much, but I like him better than the Democrats' ass." Two thousand dollars. He's saying, which makes sense to me. Four thousand per couple. I'm with you, Donald. Even if you don't like them, you can be you can appreciate that, okay? And then we're gonna talk about how Pharrell said, and I ain't, I, mean, I ain't mad at Pharrell on this one. He said he admits that he would snitch. I mean, I don't consider what he's saying snitching. He, he's like, I ain't participating in no crime. He said he is not a tough guy. So We're gonna talk about Pharrell talking about out these streets about like he he would tell all people. And I, you know what? I'm for, I understand Pharrell. That's for, that's real talk. <laughs> I mean, some people be trying to act up. Nobody wants to go to jail. Uh, uh-uh, uh, nobody, not one person. I <laughs> think we're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about Kim and Kanye, and then Monique coming from for Giselle, All this stuff. We got a whole bunch of stuff we got to talk about. Oh my god, these zombie flies in the street! I didn't get to talk about the zombie flies. We got to talk about it so much, okay? But meanwhile, let's start it off with Denise. Williams do what you feel It's the CC show, I'll be back in a moment I know my sound is different. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry, you guys. I had a problem with my my headset, and okay. <laughs> so hopefully, it later on into the show. This headset is what's gonna do now, okay? Later on into the show, hopefully, I will have my other headset back, and be charged up. And I will, uh, I will sound a little better. Hopefully, I'm sounding de- decent now. I know I was sounding good before because I had someone checking the sound. So <clears throat> it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> all right, you guys. So listen, we are back on the Carlotta Chat with Show. Whole lot to talk about. Donald Trump out in these streets. First of all, Donald, I'm laughing at Donald. Let me, let me play. Wait, do I get a we get the audio? I don't know if we got the audio yet. Okay okay. so like Donald Trump was like you know what I need to give them, give people $2,000 But then it was funny what he said At the end <laughs> He said Depending on who the administration is going to be <laughs> Donald's still Trying to come up Donald is still out these streets trying to be president Don't laugh Don't laugh yet
2: <laughs>
1: Don't ever underestimate These damn tribunals out here <laughs> All right, well let's listen. Let's, let's talk about it. ABC. This quote: to ABC Seven dot com. It says President Donald Trump is assailing the bipartisan uh, bipartisan nine hundred billion dollar pandemic relief package that Congress just passed, and is suggesting that he may not sign it. Now, remember back in October when Donald Trump had offered one point eight trillion, and the and the Democrats had asked for some fucking outrageous. They knew they wasn't going to get it. But they wanted to do that because they I mean, knew he would never go for it, but he did he did offer a lot. He said one point eight trillion. And they decided to play political games because they didn't wanna make they what what they didn't really wanna do was settle anything before uh Biden got uh won or before the election. So they played games, Nancy Pelosi then back and forth. Okay, forward. They were so quick to sign a new bill for $900 billion when he had offered them once $1.8 trillion. You know what I'm saying? Because they played they sell, right? But let's see. That's why I just wanted to talk about that. But it says, Trump complained a video that tweeted uh, out Tuesday night that the bill delivered too much money to foreign countries, but not enough to Americans. So the Dems are signing out to give money to everybody else, but not us. Say something. This one, okay. This is crazy. The bill provides for six hundred dollar payments to most Americans, but Trump said he is asking Congress to amend the bill and increase the ridiculously low six hundred dollars to two thousand or four thousand for a couple. Let me tell you something, and that's smart. Shout out to Donald Trump because let me tell you why. All it's gonna do is go back into the economy. You man, if they would have had this shit done before Christmas, that shit would have been spent by. Uh, to all the businesses and bills out here, people got quick. I mean, this is this, this is ridiculous that they're waiting for this. But he said, I'm also, also asking Congress to get rid of wasteful and unnecessary items from the legislation and send me a suitable bill. Okay, so I hope you guys can hear this. If you can't, let's take a listen to uh, Donald Trump um, uh, talk, uh, his, his talk, his little uh, thing tonight. Let's listen to some of it and see what he had to say.
3: Military equipment. $25 million for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan. $505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. $40 million for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which is not even open for business. One billion million for the Smithsonian. And an additional $154 million for the National Gallery of Art. Likewise, these facilities are essentially. Not <laughs> Checks, each. This is far more than the Americans are given. Despite all of this wasteful spending and much more, the $900 billion package provides hard working taxpayers with only $600 each in relief payments. And not enough money is given to small businesses. In particular restaurants whose owners have suffered so grievously, they were only given a deduction for others to use in business their restaurant for two years. Back in condition.
0: Will
1: have to deliver a COVID relief package <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I'm laughing That Donald said maybe that Administration will be me
0: <laughs>
1: He has not given up
0: yet <laughs>
1: You know what I wouldn't be surprised. I'm telling y'all, I'm just saying I'm not gonna be surprised if Donald Trump ends back up. I'm just not. I'm just not I'm not I'm not I saw Joe Biden's truck. I'm just I'm just gonna say, I don't know. I hope he works out. I mean Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. Some Scorpios, you know, we, we can't deal you know, one of the things one one thing, you know, we're water and we're deep water. But <laughs> there's some shit we can get into, like we could be dark. And you know, I'm hoping Joe Biden is not a dark Scorpio, but I'm a I'm a let's try he kinda looks like he's a dark Sarpia. But I mean, listen. You know, usually Gemini's can't fuck with so, us as far as our intuition and, and stuff like that. You know, Gemini's got it too, but not sometimes they don't pay no attention to it. They're too busy overthinking it. But when they check, when they, when that air, them air signs is on their shit, like they in the air, <laughs> oh, man, and they start going dual, dual on you like he's doing right now. He's playing his duality card. He's doing shit that people like, what, Donald Trump about for $2,000? I mean, you know, like he's playing his duality card, which he should have did that. My personal opinion is he should have did that shit way early on. Had Donald Trump played his duality card, he'd be so fucking, like, they couldn't fuck with him. He'd be unfuckable with okay? I mean, he, he would be. I mean, uh, listen, this is being set up to, even if he does not go, get back in office, he is going to be a pseudo kind of type of president. It is people who love that progressive talk, that talk for the people. It is shameful that they was getting ready to offer $1,800 to legal immigrants foreign countries and places like that and not give Americans, get a regular citizens number $600? What kind of bullshit is that? How, what in the world? They ought to be ashamed of themselves. And the Democrats who claim to be for the people, was was main Simon and Nancy and I, and Nancy said, well, I can agree. I'll go back and sign.
0: They're just terrible.
1: Just terrible. It's unbelievable, though. It is unbelievable all the wasteful spending they had in that bill. And they did not think about the American people, small businesses who are suffering the most. Suffering. Okay. Just did not think, I mean, you know, because they're having to close down. And then Joe Biden's crazy ass talking about coming back in, shutting people down again and all this stuff. I mean, he would even completely destroy any some of these small businesses if they have to shut down again. So I'm hoping that the Congress can come together and do this and we can have that two thousand dollar check a little bit after New Year. <laughs> We're run us our money. And black people, if you got a hundred if you got nine hundred billion dollars and all this to give these foreign aids and foreign countries and shit like that, you got you got y'all got enough money to give us run us our reparation shit. i talking out here playing games out here in these streets. Reparation We want our money we Show us our money I'm talking about I hear talking about uh, $2,000 Not run us our checks <laughs> Oh my goodness Okay So Also in the news uh, This week It was something I was really Wanting to talk to y'all about Oh uh, <laughs> Okay, this is good. One. Republicans plunge into an open battle over attempts to overturn Trump's loss to Biden. The GOP is plunging into open warfare over President elect Joe Biden's election victory. With President Trump taunting Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and threatening primary challenges against other Republicans. House uh House lawmakers egging on senators to contest the counting of electoral college votes next month and senior GOP senators rebuffing the effort has a pointless political exercise and while the internal internal Republican party conflict festers White House officials are scrambling in private terrain and Trump's increasing embrace of conspiracy theories has a defeated president and his most ardent allies Continue to apply efforts to Subvert subvert the outcome of November The 3rd election now listen to how these Writers write this um, Now I want you to understand There is no conspiracy theory The que- the problem is The reason that they 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 Were told these people through Signed affidavits legally Presented through the courts By different people about Different uh, forms of election Fraud in several Swing states now y'all gotta admit this is just fucking common sense, okay? This one got nothing to do with just, like, conspiracy theories. Something seems fishy that all nine uh, uh, nine uh, swing states stuff was crazy. I mean, and, you know, and it seems fishy that Biden wins most of them. It's, 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 listen, and especially in certain ones of them. Uh, even the Georgia runoff to me is gonna be fishy. I, I, I consider that a complete they're trying to completely steal the election. And you're talking about in these inner cities down here there, uh some of the inner cities, you know, a lot of these uh people I, you know, uh there may be a lot of mess going on. A lot of fun and here's where I say to black people, if you involved in some shit with the Joe Biden and them, they don't they will leave your ass out to dry. If you get busted up in here, these politicians and y'all playing games. They'll act like they don't know what the hell happened. Now, I feel like uh, that election fraud is not far-fetched. I believe it's happened many times in America's history. Uh, I think American elections are easy to fraud up. Um, and I think the part of the reason that why Donald Trump is not getting anywhere is because it's not that there isn't – a Questions about election fraud. The problem is they can't prove it because certain uh, certain leaders in certain cities won't let them go through each ballot to make sure they're signed properly, to make sure the person that voted is alive, <laughs> to make sure. Because to me, if you find six or seven ballots, or six or seven thousand ballots, three thousand ballots, and dead people. Uh, did it, then he may say, you know what, shit, we might need to check these or something like that. Or even if there's a problem with voter machines and stuff like that, you want to check all of it. You want to make sure and and make it bipartisan, not just one party, but bipartisan and independence to be able to go in and view the election. And that way that shuts up all of the lot. See, the fact that you got officials blocking people from seeing that type of thing. See, a lot of people don't pay no attention to the news. They just be talking about, he wants to overturn the election. He want to do this. He want to do that. They just say super stuff because they don't hear it. But the problem, it was it was not that. The problem is they won't let them see certain things. They won't let allow them so they can't get the proof. They can't get any proof. They can't see. They know they got signed affidavits from people, but you've got a certain city... Cities that would not allow that to happen, okay? Which to me uh, reeks of conspiracy,
0: okay?
1: Even among his own party, because again, I told you the Democrats, I mean, the Republicans have been split split in terms of neocons and uh, the far, far, what I call Ron Paul, uh, Alex Jones side of the party, okay? And listen, conspiracy theorists are not crazy. I hate this whole thing that is being out here. That people, the government can't lie to you. We have a whole government built on not trusting the government. The, the Constitution is built on you not trusting the government. Read the Constitution. It is not the elected officials that the the, 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 the four founding the founders of the Constitution understood that that people are human. That's why they said, we the people, that's why they made such, 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 so many things, checks and balances, so many things that say, hey, we've got every part of, of Congress must be checked, legislation must be checked, uh, uh, executive branch uh, 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 and legislative branch and the uh, judicial branch are all there to check each other. We have checks and balances, and those people are hired by us, not them. Tell us like they out here lying. There's no such thing as conspiracy theories. No, we supposed to believe that you ain't shit until you prove you ain't shit. That's how we supposed to believe. We always America is built on rebellion. America is built on the idea that government can mess you over. That's how America got built. They they told the king was up there like you know what. King, we don't like you paying taxes to you when we ain't got no representation. Matter of fact, we don't like our religious freedoms being stolen. Matter of fact, it's give us liberty. or give us a, this is, Even though it's the irony of America that it was built on liberty and justice and all these things, yet they had people in flight. I mean, it's the irony. Right? But yet the, you, the whole great thing is the Constitution is for the people. You are not supposed to trust governmental figures. No matter what these dumbasses on CNN and Fox and all them say, you're not supposed to trust them. You're supposed to believe that there it a, a possibly could be election problem. You don't know, have no kings and queens. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't have Elizabeth C. America is built on the exact opposite. No kings and queens, but hey, we are supposed to question you at every turn. So I, you know, I don't. I hate the idea of trying to talk about conspiracy theories. Like things <laughs> like, oh, like they're just, just just conspiracy theories. No, a lot of conspiracy, a lot of conspiracy theories. We spitting truth, and we spitting game. oh ahead,
0: mercy.
1: Anyhow. These Republicans are out here in these streets trying to fight, you know, whether they should tar- turn over Donald Trump, help Donald Trump return the election. My personal opinion is it's easy to do. Just let them count. If you think that Joe Biden won fair and square, shit, well, let them see the vote. Let them make sure and let them go through. And then when you get through, if you won, you be like, see, we told you. But that should be done anyway. You know, it was just strange. That election, whole election night was strange. And I have been saying that the mail in ballot was fishy to have a bunch of people mail in ballot was gonna be a problem. I've been saying that months before uh but so it's it's not surprising to me that they could possibly it could possibly be uh you know we still having this problem uh with Donald Trump trying to uh see if he actually really won the election okay, so let's go into something else this week because 'cause it's been a lot of talk about. Kamala Harris's seat, okay? Uh Today, and I not just want Black people to get this. I just want y'all to get this. Black American Adolf FBA, whatever you're calling yourself, you know, I don't get caught up in that argument. But Alex Padilla feels Kamala Harris's seat, leaving no Black women in the in the Senate. Now, let me just say this. There were no black women there anyway. Kamala Harris is a third black, I think, almost or something like that, and she's uh, she's Indian mostly. I mean, I mean, and she and she. There was no American black traditional American black. There was a, a, a Jamaican a person who's part Jamaican. So we so black people and understand black people. Your interest you have to make sure that your interest that those people who come in even from other. Uh ethnicities understand they don't just ride off the wave of the civil rights movement, like a lot of like Kamala Harris was just and Barack Obama we allow them to ride off the the wave of our heritage, but they're really not a part of the heritage, nor do they act as allies so um now you have no black women and they're replacing this very important seat. Uh, with a guy named Alex Padilla, who is uh-huh, okay. says, uh huh Latino, says Phil's appointment marks a milestone. He will be the first uh, Latin, Latin Latinx senator from California, but Black leaders who led the charge for a Black woman to fill Harris's seat express disappointment. No, this is what you fucking get. You, you Lord, I don't want to cuss. These civil rights, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them have sold their souls. And now the the devil has has betrayed them, okay? But anyway, so it says, this is from uh, 19thnews.org. It says, California Governor Gavin Newsom selected Alex Padilla, his state secretary of state, to fill the U.S. Senate seat vacated by Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. This comes after a week of encouragement from black leaders for Newsom to select a black woman to fill Harris's seat. Padilla, uh, uh, Padilla's appointment marked a milestone. He will be the first Latinx person to represent California in the U.S. Senate. But it also leaves the upper chamber with no black women. Padilla, the son of Mexican immigrants who worked as a cook and a house cleaner, was sworn in as California's first Latinx uh, secretary uh, uh, of state in 2015. The Congressional Hispanic Caucus back Padilla has a pick for the Senate role. From those struggling to make ends meet, to the small business fighting to keep the doors open, to the healthcare workers looking for relief, please know that I am going to to the Senate to fight for you, Padilla said in a statement. We will get through the pandemic together and rebuild our economy in a way that doesn't leave working families behind. Harris was the second ever black woman to serve as a U.S. Senator. Now, see that? She was only the second, and she's not even from FBA, FBA. A D A Okay. Uh Illinois Senator, or former Senator Carol Mosley Brown served from 1983 to 1999 and ran for Democratic presidential nominee in 2004 In August of in August the 19th, uh hosted Harris' first sit down interview since being announced as a Democratic candidate for vice president. Harris talks about being the long black woman in the U.S. Senate and the need to diversify Congress and support women running for office. Um Harris congratulated Padilla on his appointment Tuesday. She says there are 100 U.S. state senators. This should not just be about California, Harris told the 19th editor editorial, large in Hayes. This is a national issue. It is inexcusable that we would not have full representation in the United States Congress. Uh, it, this should not be about any one state. We should be saying this across the nation where there are so many talented black women and women of color, period. Well, and this is, This is something, too, very uh, alarming, it should be, to American descendants of slaves uh, who have been here. Our history is steep in American history. We've been here from the Revolution, uh, the Revolutionary War. Uh, Black Americans have been a huge part of the building of America. And um, a lot of, uh, what happens is a lot of people come into, a lot of immigrants come into the country, into America, uh, not all of them, but a lot of them come in and look down on black Americans and look down on the history of black Americans. But if it had not been for black Americans, we couldn't have got here. If it had not been for, our people paid a heavy price. I don't think people understand the heavy price. That uh, black Americans say a lot of people are jealous of black Americans too. You know, a lot of other groups are jealous for shit. Let me tell you, favor that black Americans got, it came through a lot of a uh, heavy cost, a heavy, heavy burden of pain. I mean, you you read all our history, it ain't no fucking pump. We should we lucky that we still we 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 still here. It's a miracle. To be honest, and we didn't just go through. We weren't just slaves. That wasn't it. No, we, we America had the longest-lasting slavery. The most one of the most brutal institutions of slavery defies. I think Haiti, and Haiti, up bounce out that shit. But uh, one of the most brutal institutions. But not only that, uh, but um, afterwards, slaves had to endure Jim Crow laws, segregation. I mean, uh, uh, the, the 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 generations of slaves, uh, of the, their family members who were born into freedom had to endure Jim Crow laws, discrimination, all kinds of things. And so it, it it's always insulting to me. It's very insulting to me when I see other groups, especially other black people groups who are looking at our people and like, you know, not understanding the struggle, not understanding, and not understanding that sometimes they can use you against us. Like I really believe people like Kamala Harris, and them, they use them. Kamala Harris is sitting; she is going to the highest, second highest uh, uh, office in the land. That has never been held. Not an African American has not held either one of those offices. Barack Obama was Kenyan and white. Kamala Harris is uh, Indian and. Uh, mostly Indian and somewhat Jamaican, okay, and uh, whatever her father. Her father looked like some sort of Asian background, too. So uh, the question becomes, what's the problem here? There is a locking out of black America, and part of it has been because we put the wrong leaders. We've let certain leaders stay in there too long and, you know, and, and, and sell us down the river to the likes of people like Joe Biden. And uh, it's very shameful. It's very sad, you know? Uh, also, too, I um, saw, let me see, let me pull this up here. That up uh, the first Native American. Uh, I can pull it up here. The first, I uh, think. And see, I want to talk about this too because uh, why? I and this isn't a, this isn't a diss, but I do want to talk, take a moment to um, talk about this particular thing here. I can I pull it up, dude? Is it coming up? Okay, guys. Let's see if we can get it on here. I had the audio. Hey, I know the audio is being a little messy, But y'all y'all try to hear it the best way y'all can. <laughs> but um, this week they're they're saying that uh Deb Hyland will become the first Native American cabinet secretary in American history. Okay, so she gave a little bit of a speech, and I want to talk about that. Uh, because I want to, this is I, this is more of a case for reparations to me, and i get people. You, you're like, why you keep turning into Black America? Because I want people to understand how much Black America has struggled and suffered, and why we're at the bottom and why we we'll, we'll continue to struggle. Um, but I want to hear, I want you to hear this a little bit first, okay?
3: the President, Election, and Vice President
1: Now I want to talk about that for a minute because and congratulations to her, okay? Uh, but I do want to say something, okay? Because this is this is I'm kind of kid. Listen, Black America and Native Americans. I I mean I I mean I'm happy for them, but they got at least they got reparations got reparations. Even though most of the white people came in on their reparations and stuff. They, If you got white, you see white people behind, a lot of the owners of casinos be white talking about they Indians.
0: <laughs> they Native Americans.
1: <laughs> and black people, they came and fought like hell to claim some of that. And yes, some of the Native Americans came and fought. a few that's left, yes, and they listen, hey, they got treated bad as fuck, okay? But then, let me tell you, they get treated bad as fuck. But guess who owns slaves with the white people? Guess who owns? <laughs> Native Americans also. See, a lot of y'all just come out, man, I'm, I'm half Indian. Well, listen, part of the reason why you got some Indian in your family, I know the part of the reason you got Indian. I got Indian in my family. Was because they own slaves. Felt like hell. So that black people couldn't couldn't some of them couldn't not uh, uh, could not get some uh, uh, some uh, uh, benefit from having that some uh, that bloodline. You know, I just got to bring it up because this, you know, I'm excited, I'm happy for her, but I want to say you, we got black we got an ousting of black Americans, black Americans. We ain't got no black woman in Congress, none whatsoever, bare, and not probably many black men in there either. I need to look that up. How many black male senators are in Congress. And now you got her who's coming for uh uh the first Native American cabinet secretary in American history, okay? Now, good for them, good for good for her. I'm excited. But I also have to understand I want black people to understand how where you at here. And it's the reason why I want to talk, I wanna talk about what they owe you. These people have gotten reparations. They've gotten money. They got their stuff back. They got paid. You know, they own slaves and participate in slaves, too. And they ass kicked by the white men, but they decided they're going to own some slaves. They damn sick. <laughs> but we can't get reparations. We can't get no place in Congress. I mean, they just ask. they just ass, they just throwing our ass away. They just using our ass, okay? Yet, We supposed to be excited about everybody's damn else, you know. It's enough, black people. We kind of quit celebrate. I'm excited, good for yo you, but black people got to be about themselves right now because everybody's getting benefiting off of our back. and nobody and nobody is coming to see the plight of Adolf in America. And I got a problem with that. I got a fucking problem with it. Big problem. It's just we know we gonna have the problem with it, you know. Most of us it's just very sad. Congratulations to her, but you know this is this is shows you, this shows they they have they have got they got reparations. They participated in slavery. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Even though they did try to get back to forty acres. The some some tribes did, in the new they tried, some tribes did. Not all of them did. But I think some tribes did. I can't I gotta remember that? And remember now, there's two, uh, there's some stories too about Black people already being on the land that came before Columbus. That's a whole nother story, okay? But um, very interesting. Uh, a lot of people want to talk about how hard they had it. But then, when it comes to African Americans and talking about our struggle and why we are still getting asked out by very, the very people who participated in the system of racism and stuff, I just got a problem. I can I just got a problem. I I don't. I don't know. And it's just. It's just very sad. I don't know. It's just very very sad. And what you got it to do is, you know. I saw this on a couple of celebrities' websites, black celebrities. Oh, There's a lot of them. <sighs> black celebrities. I, You know, I want to be, I, you know, some of them don't know no better because they, you know, they just don't. they just trying to be me, you know. But a lot of times it's like, do you not see what's happening? How can you be sitting up here and not seeing how, Black America is struggling, and you're sitting up here uh, acting like that's not happening. You're sitting up here talking, uh, 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 talking uh, uh, strategies from 1962 when they haven't helped us. And it's like, you know, that tells me that tells me that they're in a different place. It's just like, you know, they're in a whole other place. They're out of space. They're in, and Juju Land, okay? They don't really understand the struggle of the people, but they be the first one out here begging you to go to their fucking movies, begging you to buy their records, begging you to, beg you to buy their shit, you know? And black people, we just don't have to start being hardcore. We just don't have to start saying, you know what? You don't support our ass. You don't support you. <laughs> I mean, it's, cause it's just getting so that we are getting... I mean, we we are having people... Uh, uh, even our own people who are are starting to become allies of things that don't help us. And it's sad because they don't have a under a full understanding of what has happened to us in America. They don't have a full understanding of the struggle. And then a lot of them try to shame Ice Cube assholes. They try to shame Ice Cube for, for having something, being something different because he understands. SQ is from Compton. He understands the real shit. He gets it. He's like, shit. He finally get it. He, and he also understands that if fucking black Americans go under, that's because he fucking goes to plays his movies, goes to his movies. That's who put him up. That's who put him in, in, in the place that he is. And he got some appreciation. And he's like, hey, you know what? I understand we at an economic
0: uh, default.
1: And he listened to people in the grassroots level. He went and listened at and this what I love about Ice Cube is because it could have affected his career, and it probably has in so many ways, but he stuck to his guns. He's still sticking to his guns, going around and, and, and talking to uh, about black economics and what black people need and what we have to do. And I can appreciate that. I can appreciate him because he really gets it. And not many people got the heart to do what he did. I mean, you know, he still He went to go take it to both. He's like, I ain't taking it to one. I, I'm taking it to both, in spite of what black people, uh, uh, even black people, kind of saying horrible things about him. He still did it. You know, because he got love for black people, and he don't want to see black. He know black people failing. He know the real stats where half of y'all don't know. Them. So. Uh, you know, shout out to celebrities like him, who are real allies in the fight is just trying to help black people get out the rut, man. <sighs> That's what else I am gonna talk about? For real? I'm gonna talk about these zombie flies first.
2: Okay.
1: But congratulations, sir. But I just thought it was interesting. We getting everybody put up in seats and and all these type of things. And meanwhile, you seeing a thinning of the herd of African Americans. Yeah, he gave some African Americans cabin seats. It's a very thinning of the herd. Some he white leaders are getting this. and people are trying to tell them this is gonna happen. But you know, hey, they they thought they they they, they no, and they didn't. And here you go. And that, you know. Here's the sad part of this. I'm gonna go back to who warned us from the beginning. Who warned us from the beginning? And now they have made a mockery of his career. Tavis Smiley just made a fucking dumb mistake by sleeping with people he worked with. Don't ever fucking see the people he worked with if you pay a check to. Then they'll meet to your ass. But Tavis Smiley, my goodness, Tavis knew, Tavis knew this. Tavis kept, Tavis. At the own ruin of his career, Cavis was, was on Obama's ass early. And even I was against it. I was like, Cavis, why is Cavis tripping? You know, and stuff like that. Because I was trying to get to see the first black president. I wasn't really thinking in my head. Like, you know, at first I thought Barack Obama was a sham. But then I got, I got really into it and really got, even though in the back of my mind, it was really in the back of my mind, like he's still a sham. It was always still in the back of my mind especially when he kicked Kelly Caden for Treasury. It was, when he did a lot of things, I was like, when he picked her for Secretary of State, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of things he was doing. I was like, oh, my God, he's a disaster. But Tavis tried to tell black people, you could not let this dude get in office and not bring him a black agenda. Tavis was the first person talking black agenda. He vet, Chelsea was vet and Antonio Moore, but Tavis Molly was talking black agenda agenda back with Barack Obama <clears throat> Excuse me guys. I drink some water, down the wrong throat. But listen. I mean Thomas Swift, he was out here talking that stuff, to him, and people were getting mad at him. Lots of people. And a lot of people went on to sell uh themselves out and become Barack Obama, uh Dick riding for Obama His his uh <laughs> Aaron Magruder said "Mm,
3: a lot of people
1: went on to do that, and they got positions and stuff like that. They also got fired when when Barack Obama left, some of them. But, um, I mean, but for the most part, Tavis, we're starting to see what Tavis Miley said years ago comes to light. Coming to haunt a black America and You know that's one person I know Tavis has probably been hurt by what's Happened to him I mean he tried to see uh, KCTT they, He lost the food. I think they end up winning Money from him it's a damn shame because You know all he did was yeah, He was he I don't believe He was sexual harassment whatsoever Shit I believe he was just sleeping with this, He wasn't that's dumb I don't know who he, Tavis should know but he just slept with a lot of These guys but he didn't have to sleep With nobody he wasn't yeah. And it's so funny because I had a girlfriend who uh, <laughs> I had a girlfriend years ago who went to a, a tavern Smiley thing or whatever. She went to a thing to work with tavern, and she she told me that she said, mm, she said you better been watching chicks around here. It's too many, and they too running up on themselves. So, never, never. If you're giving them a check. You celebrities don't ever don't start sleeping with them. because you sleep with 'em, mm, 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 they are gonna meet to your they can meet to your ass at any moment. It's just something about the checks. I mean, I and I just feel like that's what happened to Tavis. It wasn't no sexual harassment. It was just these to sleep sleepers. My personal opinion, opinion. I mean, he don't he never and I'm good at reading people. This Tavis just strikes me as that, that type. As a matter of fact, I was actually shocked that Tavis was actually sleeping with his employee. I mean, I. I wasn't shocked, but I was sort of like, damn. I mean, Tavis, listen. I remember years ago meeting Tavis Malley, and good was his his mama? His mama was like a coochie. Mean, his mama was there, like his mama was. <laughs> his mama was a preacher. His mama was playing no games, right? Like his mama was like a coochie pie. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised mama was a coochie pie in his cheeks. I mean, Tavis was like a mama's voice, so it was It's just, a, I, I was just very shocked. I was like, wow, but mama's voice is sometimes be the worst. Now, did I think he would, he was out here probably hoeing? Yeah, but uh, the, the, the kids he in, oh, my gosh! disaster, disaster. Oh, my goodness, but I would really like to hear Tavis' smiley. Tavis' smiley now on the world has he has he predicted it would be if we didn't hold Barack Obama accountable. He knew it. He said it was going to happen. He said it. And Tavis had a number of people turn against him. Him and Cornell West both, because they took the stance of you got to hold him accountable. And black people did not. And he went eight years and did absolutely nothing. And he was stuttering the other day on the breakfast stuff so, Uh, uh well, 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 you know, uh, 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 uh Congress. Uh, well yeah, yeah. See what well, you know The, the, the Republicans Had the Senate No you had two years Your first two years was free And the reason why you lost After the first two years is because you was, you was Enacting crazy stuff uh, That you, you were trying to push healthcare through It cost you It cost you the Senate and it cost you the House You went in, you went in there with more goodwill Than anybody Any president in a long ass time so the stuttering, I I I couldn't get it done because the sinning and the out this is fucking live, Okay. This is horrible. Anyway, Iran presses US to exit Iraq and Afghanistan, okay? Uh maneuvers to influence both, okay? And this is according to everything.com. dot com. It says Iran is up in the ante against American military presence and neighbor in Afghanistan and Iraq. Of America's so-called forever wars, that President-elect Joe Biden will be under pressure to finally end when he comes to power next month. Now, let's talk about this, because the neocons destabilized this area of the world, okay? They did with this crazy-ass war, these crazy-ass war things happening. I mean, Saddam Hussein, even though he's evil as fuck, had people in check over in it. They weren't fucking coming up against Saddam. And they decided that they want to come and take people out for no damn reason. They had no damn reason to go over there. George Bush and his crew advancing globalism in some ways, destabilizing, destabilizing those countries on a false-ass war. And that's how we get into this situation right now. Okay. Some people say George should be in jail right now. I don't know. American public and political opinion turned against both wars long ago. The strategic and security value of both nations has made it difficult for US presidents to end American presence there. They, yes, because it's totally unstable now. You got, you got rid of the guy who kept that region stable. I mean, some dumb shit. President Donald Trump has spent almost four years rallying against long term US deployments in the Middle East and asia particularly afghanistan trump has been unable to deliver on his campaign promise to bring american soldiers home much to his own frustration as he prepares to leave office the american drawdown in both countries appears to to be a foregone conclusion so biden and his, and his team have into, hinted they will not push ahead with rapid full withdrawal for the sake of it. it's more likely the administration will shift from conventional deployments to more targeted counterterrorism missions in support of local forces. Listen, this is a mess they got over there, and they say that region is unstable. Uh, it hurt a lot of, you know, as, as much as they disliked Saddam Hussein, Saddam Hussein kept that region stable. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have friends who used to be missionaries over there in there, those areas, and it got harder for people, for uh Arab people who were um, who were of the Christian faith to even live in those places. See, Saddam Hussein was not. Saddam Hussein was able the to. They could have churches and everything like that. He was he cause he was Muslim, but he was he was he was he was, was uh, loose with it. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all Catholics are. <laughs> so I mean, you know, he wasn't. So that so there were some good things to his favor. Him stable but when they, I mean, him being in charge, even though he had some problems, but to, they had no reason to uh dis uh, uh say so they they taught, they brought up false weapons of mass destruction to uh call, bring about a war that they should never ever have gotten in. And since that since that uh since that's happened, they destabilized that region for. Such a long time, and I—I I don't think it's going to be a long time before they can probably even get out. Sad fact. Sad, sad, sad. sad. <laughs> I mean, just made it. I mean, made just some things worse. Okay, just interesting. So we'll see what uh, if Biden gets in, what he's trying to do. Yeah, well, let's talk about these zombie flies out here. It's 2020. We've had everything. We had the killer bees come. The summer I talked about the killer bees uh got COVID. We got some other mysterious illness running around India. People falling out dying about they hardly talking about that right now. <laughs> uh and now uh W I O N dot com is saying that there could be zombie flies out here. Character says okay. the last thing we needed in two thousand twenty was zombie flies, but in pure twenty twenty fashion we have got it. Two new species of fungi that affects flies and then eject spurs from from the abdominum have been found in them reportedly, the spores are ejected like a small rocket from the fly's body. The two new species of fungi survive
0: on their host until it dies. oh show oh,
1: wealthy. Trinagat, Trin, Trin, Tringrina, and Strong, Wealthy, uh, a sarosa, I don't know if I'm saying it right, can be found in only two species of Danish flies. Coenosa, uh, Trinigina. I don't know how to say these words, or Coenosa, Tessasai, tes- tes- or whatever. It is. Yeah, I'm probably butchering it. Researchers at the University of Copenhagen, claims. Most fungi undertake the sporing process after the host is dead. But these two peculiar types continue to live for days. Its host, totally unaware of what is happening, continues to mingle with other flies. However, the fungus then starts consuming its genitals, followed by its fat reserves. Over time, it then absorbs its reproductive organs, followed by muscles. While this is happening, the fungus continues to shoot out spurs in a bid to continue affecting flies. Fast forward a few days later, the affected fly now lies on its back, spasms for a few hours and then dies. It's unusual to keep the host alive while releasing spurs. It's called active host transmission. Ooh, scientists believe it is effective in finding future hosts, but it gets more uncanny for scientists. The for scientists believe that the fungi produces dopamine substances which essentially turns their hosts into zombies. We so got zombie fries allowing them to live, have fungus feeds on their insides one by one. It's, it's nah, you know what, let me tell you something. When I read stories like this, this is somebody probably fucking around. Okay. I I, I believe shit like this be man made. I just do. I believe, I believe people be out here. They be out here trying to test when we, it'd be some sick, sad, mad scientist. This is a conspiracy theory. Now, I do. Sometimes I just see we people are just sick. Or we have, you know, the creation is turning in on itself because we, cause, cause we're nuts, okay? So, you know, as man and rulers of the planet, planet you know, it's, it, when, we, when we're out of sync, we are, nature is out of sync, okay? Uh, that's the very thing that God leaves us in charge of as a species. And so when we're out of sync as a man, trust me, everything is going to be out of sync going on around us, okay? You know, like the, the nature, is, nature and everything. So I'm not surprised when you got some zombie flies around here. Pretty soon they're going to be trying to have some zombie people. They're going to say this to jumped off the flies, and now humans. You know, they're feeding out for organs. You can keep you alive for a couple days. And then you go then you just With me on your back standing. You just gotta watch it Okay Just telling y'all Crazy shit in this world Okay Alright let's talk about uh we gonna talk about Pharrell yet Pharrell admits he snitched. snitch You know what Pharrell <laughs> <laughs> He looks like it Pharrell tell, Williams tells Drink Chance that he would absolutely snitch If his life depended on it If the opportunity never presents itself For Pharrell Williams to lighten his own punishment By Cooperating with the Feds, you better believe he's taking on the la- He's taking it on the latest episode of G- Drink Champs. In addition to claiming that Drake's deal with Adidas was a real thing, Pharrell spoke of snitching, admitting that he would absolutely do so in order to retain his own freedom. Okay, so we got this up. Hopefully, I got it up. Okay, it's gonna take more than a I minute. Mean. Okay, guys. So my, my fingers bloated? I can't blame for real. Listen, uh, listen. You know, I, I'm a person, and, and you see it all the time on another forty eight. I tell people all the time on another forty eight, all these tough people end up snitching when they start talking about fifty years to a hundred years, so everybody ends up snitching. Okay, I don't nobody want to stay in jail no fifty. Well, <laughs> I don't get myself involved in that kind of stuff. I. Don't, I don't want to be involved. I'm wishing for real. Like, for real, was talking about uh, it was so funny. He was saying that, um, oh, he, he he was talking about, he'd be like, say, I told you not to do it, or tell me, don't tell me nothing that you do, did this long. And I'm with for real. Don't put me in the middle. Because, listen, if it's 50 years in jail versus tell it on you, child. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to go to jail, but my uh audio is taking a long time to uh to uh come up with for real With we for real talking about. Let me see if I can put it up another way. Okay, let's see if we just pull it up uh, another way, you guys. So maybe a little blank space here, but I'm gonna pull it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's funny to hear hear him talk about it, so. I think I can pull it up here. Okay. Okay, so I think we got the audio. Okay, so guys, I'm getting ready to play the audio for you, Okay. So
3: let's go here. Like it, could really, it could have, like it would have gone down, a lot of people would have got like, like hit up. And for me, like, I'm not a tough guy, bro. I, I'm really, I really believe in paying taxes because when you pay taxes. <laughs> When you take taxes, it's like you shouldn't feel no kind of way <laughs> dialing 911. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I wanna, like, I don't like that. Like, I don't wanna, like that. Yo, listen, do you, you, you think Steven Spielberg is laying
1: that Because I went for real, shit. I'm telling you, uh-oh. Listen here, I remember years ago. I, can't, I got a story. I got a lot of these stories, but years ago. So, one of my girlfriends was messing with this dude. Okay, so we went to this. We went to the. She took us, took me to this house. You know, to, to his house, and he was like, you know, he was in college, everything, real smart dude, right? in his house, like, I'm like, you know, waiting for her, she's back there talking to him, or whatever, and I'm like, what the hell, it's like, is this a dude, I'm like, hey, a couple dudes running out, and so it's like, this is probably late 80s, and it's crack bombier, so I'm like, something ain't right, so I go back, kind of go back, looking for her. I'm saying, hey, girl, come on, or whatever, and they, it's in, they just in the kitchen, cooking crack, I said, oh, I'm not you got the uh no you ain't got me in a crack house oh no 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 I was like I am out it's time for me to go I she was like girl what you do what you do I was like girl uh uh-uh, uh I'm not in there because if they come in there, I'm not trying to get busted I don't I'm not girl
0: uh uh-uh, uh
1: that's why I been listen I grew up in the hood but I'm sheltered my grandparents that's what they they made sure <laughs> I don't know about my crack <laughs> I'm not in here I knew. I was like, there is no way. It just be, but you know, the whole thing is I had a my mama is very street and my daddy's really street. So I got you know, I know I have a l I have a lot of street smart. So I'm like, hell no, nah, I knew it was something up. So I was like, Yo, these to in and out of here. Uh uh-uh. And so, you know, and then I I was like, oh, let me go back here. And and listen, if the police came here, I'd be like, they was cooking crack. I don't know nothing about these people. <laughs> Cause listen, I'm just not, you know, I'm not that type of person. I don't put me in the middle of no stuff. Now, am I, am I going to call the police on my friends or something like that? No, but just don't come by. My, I'll try not to. Don't come by my house or nothing like that. If like and and, and the police looking, I mean, just kind of stay away. You know, seriously. <laughs> and I've only had in all my years, I had <clears throat> years ago. I had a really strange situation. Now I, I would never, uh, like, I would just never call the police up and tell on somebody that he was over here. I just that's not me. But uh, when I I, I was a, I was a young girl, very
2: young. I had a
1: friend who uh, he's kind of hood. But now you know it's it's crazy. They're they're trying to work for work him getting out, getting out of jail for this very crime because they found out he really wasn't the person who committed it. So it's pretty interesting, but. I remember seeing him he came by our house like a day or two before like he showed up on America's Most Wanted it was like, it was like a trip you know and he and me and him stay outside we talked and everything and you know and I knew he was down so I encouraged him and everything and then the next couple of days later I was up in my grandparents room and I had the tv on and I was like oh shit I was America's Most Wanted was coming I said, like, grandma I said, no, this is not a man. This I My brother was like, what? I mean, like, he was just literally at our house like two to three days before. It's crazy. And because my house was, you know, my my grandparents were, they a lot of the kids, we grew up around each other. We like, we'd be knowing each other since kindergarten, first grade. So my grandparents were kind of the people. They let the kids come. Everybody was encouraged, you know, kind of an encouraging place. And I was kind of an encouraging young lady back then, but I just got to talk to him a few years ago, because I think what ended up happening with him, one of his relatives, because I think they needed, I forget what happened, but I heard different rumors, but I think the rumor was somebody had turned to me for money or something like that. It was crazy. Uh, Somebody who knew him or relatives, I don't know. But uh, 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 they knew where he was at or something like that, but I I didn't even know, well, he didn't even give any hints to anything being wrong that day, but I got to talk to him Uh, Because a friend of mine was still really good friends, and I think about a year or two ago. And he said to me, He said, You know why I came by there that day, right? And I was like, No. I was like, What? He said, Boy, I I said, Boy, I never seen you on America. I was like, What? You know, he was like, Yeah, we was, And we kind of laughed about it. He said, Nah, because he said, I knew that it was like crazy stuff going on around me. And he said, The one person I could go to and people we all knew we could get encouragement from. You encourage us no matter what we went to and everything. I was like, wow. So it was so it was so powerful to me that when he was in trouble, he thought just to come by he didn't even know what I didn't even know what was going on with him or anything. And he thought and I found it was strange, he looked troubled and I was probably like seventeen or eighteen at the time. And I remember sitting out there and just encouraging him. And I and then I think and I remember like when he said that, he was like, you know, he said he said, but we all knew, you know, you don't know, uh, you know, she Keyshay didn't want to play with her, right? She you know, she she <laughs> her family don't play there or whatever. So I thought that was so powerful how he saw me and that he thought to come because he was scared and he thought to uh, come to encourage. We used to I used to do that with a lot of those. I had a lot of thugs, friends back when I was kids. We've been knowing each other since like in kids. <laughs> like some of the thugs because I was in kindergarten, we grew up together. Someone would play around our house and stuff like that. But they all knew. Ain't nothing bad. We ain't doing nothing. Ain't nothing. Don't pop off with nothing around me. Cuz I ain't going to give nobody. You come up, we come on this ground, uh it's a, it's a, we everybody is is good. <laughs> And, and that was facts. I mean, just straight up, I mean, but I, I I understand for real because I'm I'm like, you know, I was like that person growing up. I was like, don't put me off We got no BS, okay? I'm not the one. <laughs> I'm not trying to have that. That's not my that's not my thing. So I, I get it. So but I but I always appreciated that that he had that thing. But shoot, hey like had he been like over here. He was doing something crazy or something. I'd be like, dude, gone somewhere. ain't nobody gonna wanna way' Don't nobody wanna call no police to turn nobody in. That's just not how I mean, I'd rather you just stay away from me. Stay away from me. If you doing dirt, you don't want to come around me because I'm not trying to be in no dirt. <laughs> so I get it. It's hilarious. But that isn't really snitching. What Pharrell's talking about is not snitching. Pharrell is uh saying uh, you know, he he would tell if you did a crime around him. That's to being a citizen. Snitching is when people who do participate in crimes, like you participate in a crime with another person and the first the police arrest you, the first thing you do is start telling on everybody <laughs> for the crime you was involved in. That's snitching. That's very much different. I mean, for, but being a citizen reporting a crime is not snitching. Okay? I think people get that mixed up. People, like think, snitching is, is snitching is not uh, so Pharrell saying, if you participate in crime around him, shit, he ain't he ain't gonna don't do it, right? So I, I can I can respect I can respect that I can. Uh, it's for real. I talked about this other day. For real, me. It's something about sometimes I like Pharrell, and sometimes I mean i, I always love his music. Pharrell one of my uh, favorite, uh, uh, I mean, favorite producers. I really think he's 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 dope, but. Personality-wise, though, he said some things that I have been like, "Mm," like I've cringed about. I mean, I don't know. Here's a funny thing. Like he says he's inspired by the streets. Now, listen to this. I want kids who are in the streets doing dirt to hear that because he makes millions and millions of dollars off of making beats, but he ain't trying to live in the street. He ain't trying to do none of that. He's just trying to, he's like, hey, I'm inspired, but I don't want to, I, I don't want that for my lifestyle. So you got to really think about how all these people make money because they're inspired by uh, something you do, but they don't want to participate in, in ruining their lives, okay? But they'll make the music about what you do ruining millions of people's lives in your neighborhood. They'll make the music to be pumped out there and then say, well, you know, I don't want to be involved. You know, so it's it's just a – that's a very interesting thing I just thought to myself about, like, you know, him – and he's also the one that said the new black thing. I mean, this is really wild. I mean, he's forever different. He's just very <laughs> – he's a different one, okay? All right, so when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about this Monique Samuel situation. I'm going to try to get that up with Monique talking about Monique uh, reading the receipts on Giselle. <laughs> that's a real-time performance reunion. Also, I want to talk about Diddy giving his mama a million dollars. Yes, I know that's right, Diddy. And then uh, we're going to talk about Oprah out here selling off uh, own. What they going to change it to, Discovery Network? Because it's definitely not own no more. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about all that and more when I get back. Meanwhile, let's start off. I know y'all going to get mad at me, Street. I know y'all going to get mad about when I'm getting ready to play. But it's my joint. It's my song. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. All right, Kelly, 12 nights of Christmas. The guitar,
0: y'all I'm like it That's turn the dance <laughs> Come inside the world is cold I'll cuddle you and love you slow Open arms waiting for you Girl, just calling them there for you Oh, what I've got planned tonight you in the schedule with fly. Don't let them take us right off from this room. Girl, no way, girl, this Christmas for Christ's sake. gonna
1: Hey, my sound should be a little better. <laughs> uh, I love that one And Before that, it was Art Kelly with 12 Nights of Christmas. I don't care if y'all get mad. I'm sorry. That will forever be a 12 Nights of Christmas When you do that, Michael Jackson sound at the end, said, tell me, when he started doing that, like that, y'all, listen, I know Art Kelly in I know she's innocent, simple, and gifted. No, a lot of y'all think you can see already, but listen here. Let me just say the boy don't take away from the boy being a genius with that music. Except if I do listen to some of the songs a little different you now, I'll be like like some of them you know, it's like you you I <laughs> do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let me just tell you, that's what nice to chicken. That's my jam. That will out listen, I don't care what y'all say, I'm gonna always tell you I to play twenty nice. <laughs> I thought I wouldn't be in North Kelly, That's it. Okay. It is what it is, right? Okay, so let's get... Diddy gave his mom a million dollars for her 80th birthday. What a great gift. Man, I mean, even though I was kind of like, dang, she got access to all your money anyway. <laughs> but, wow, how cool is that? And he gave her a Bentley. Okay, and she's 80. Did y'all, y'all see Diddy's mama? 80, she looks damn good. What in the world? <laughs> But it says, this according to Boston.com. It says, Diddy helped his mom, Janice Cohn, celebrate her 80th birthday on Monday by hosting an extravagant party in her honor. That was just the tip of the iceberg, though. Has the festivities ended with him giving the woman that birthed him a new Bentley and a check for $1 million, okay? Even though she probably used uh, used to that insanely generous gift her son gives, her reaction to the check is still absolutely priceless. Diddy went on to post a picture of his mom for the big day and letting the world know just how much she means to him in his career. The hip hop mogul wrote a gushy caption, giving his mom all the credit for making everything he's accomplished to this day possible. Okay. And he said, I only not because of this beautiful, hardworking, loving, hilarious ass whooping, always telling me the truth, genuine, smart fly, absolutely amazing. Black God is queen, He wrote. Okay. Uh, that's such a Scorpio. First of all, let me just say this. Scorpio's weed, our families, we love. Okay, we. If you love us, we love you. Some of that. Some of our families, we may we may not so we, That's because you ain't fucking with us in a certain way. But most of us, we are. We down for our families. Okay, we tend to, uh, you know, uh, really love our families. Okay, so uh, yeah. And if we don't like them, or if we having problems with them, that means you know some drama. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah. So I'm not surprised that Diddy did this beautiful, uh, beautiful gift. Uh, I mean that's great. For eighty years at eighty, she probably get all kind of stuff like that anyway, okay? Uh but she looks great for eight. Okay? Can I just say that? Looks absolutely great, okay? <laughs> she does, all right. Black don't okay. All right. Looks really good, okay? Uh Monique. Monique said, talk about the real housewives of Potomac, okay? Because the real housewives y'all all been talking about um and I talked about how Jamal Bryant has he's uh, he's already said that he he's not guilty of different things. I, I you know, whatever. What well, I got I I'll play a little bit I think maybe I'll put play a little bit of Jamal Bryant. I don't know if I even got a little bit of Jamal Bryant. But let's hear I want y'all to hear first of all, Monique from the Real Housewives of Potomac the other day. Go off on <laughs> Jazelle. So, you guys, let me bring it here. Okay, we're going to try to put it on here so you guys can hear. This from the Real Housewives Reunion. Here we go. This did not come to play
3: during
1: the Real Housewives of the Comics reunion. This played as a fact. Not. I
2: don't know.
1: To so the the audio, you yeah, let get the audio. Hmm. Okay, do you have it? Okay, I'm trying to get the right, I had the wrong audio up,
0: hold on.
1: Okay, you guys. I didn't want to have this audio, and I had the wrong one up, huh? Is it here?
0: If I got
3: it
1: up here. Cause they don't like to play dirty, but I'm here right now, so let us oh. Okay, yes. I cannot I cannot find the actual 'cause like, I audio so I'm on YouTube trying to look for an audio so you guys can have so if you guys can hear because my audio played something else.
0: Okay.
1: Well, we'll probably have to wait on it. I have the actual whole clip. We have broken each other's issues. Talk to God. Do whatever you have to do to get this
0: right. This is a new beginning
1: if we are willing
0: to pull
1: together. Okay, you guys. I'm trying to get the uh, the, the binder up. I'm having to go through a couple things here. And then we'll get it. I wasn't going to watch this yet. I've only seen parts of it, but we'll try it again. Okay, we're going to go on a break real quick. I'm going to go on a little bit of a break, and I'm going to bring it back to you guys. That part, okay So we, I'm going to go on a break With some little Christmas music While I'm trying to get that part up uh, Let's listen to I think I have Patty LaBelle You know, this is Hey, we do it kind of crazy on here So let's go It's Patty LaBelle towards love, okay Be back in a moment Let me see you show, y'all <laughs>
0: The very best in government, politics, celebrity, entertainment, music, news. Tune into the Carlotta Choward Show right here on Block Radio. What's up, y'all? It's Carlotta. I am back.
1: I finally got this audio together, child. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay, so y'all ready? Let's take a listen. Hopefully, y'all can hear good uh, when Jose Bonique can just snatch Giselle <laughs> Oh,
3: it's
1: funny. Okay, let's take a listen. You, you said six or seven babies, mom, and the seventh baby allegedly is the new baby. Is that true?
3: And if that is true, it happened on your watch while you brought him to the show I want to know. That's all, because I don't want anything to do with this mess, but uh, people were telling you me, and you have have you. A Yeah. Great. Nancy, do you have any questions? Would you stay with him if he had a baby with another woman? He <laughs> did not. My father was exaggerating, um, of course. I mean, you know,
1: I've been through a lot. You know, there's
0: a lot that people say, and we weren't. When <laughs> we told got back
3: together, he told him, Girlfriend at the time that it was just reality TV and it wasn't true. Okay. How did you know that? How did you know? Because the lady
0: who he's been dating for years on the waiting for her relationship for a while, she's a pastor and she reached out to me a long time ago. She sent a bunch of screenshots, <laughs> pictures of him and her band and everything else. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going there. I don't play dirty. But, hopefully, they really like. Any to that? Well, uh, then you can,
3: you can just go ahead and have it. He's always asking about her schedule. He's sending screenshots to her whenever he's doing his little church tours. I and, know those are so real. You want me to call out his phone
0: number? I'm sure she knows what his phone number is. What's your motivation behind that?
3: I don't
0: believe anything that comes out of Monique's
3: mouth or anything that she has in her binder. I'm glad she's done some bindering. I knew she was coming to She said for me. It's a good idea to travel to Atlanta if you're
0: working on putting your family back
1: Giselle is looking like Giselle just looking like damn <laughs> I want to just tell Candace I see why I'm going to kick Candace's ass I mean it's not right it wasn't right but I understand it. because her ass is just jumping in and talking and, and Robin's over there trying to be the plate a bodyguard for Giselle but Robin. Giselle, you need to stop that. Giselle is full of shit. Giselle comes on and talks about everybody spreading shit. For years, Giselle been getting away from shit, and now somebody came and pulled her. <laughs> she got out a book.
2: <laughs>
1: Let me tell you something, fellas. Oh, my God. Jamal Brian first of messy ass. Who? Why, who is he still preaching to? I mean, come on, where y'all get y'all doing down there in New Berkeley, Atlanta? She got Jamel, Jamal's
0: ass up there.
1: She <laughs> called her, she called her Pastor Holy Ho. I didn't pray that for her. <laughs> listen, look, well, listen, here's the thing. You know, Jamal, listen, Giselle is a very beautiful lady, okay? And it's obvious that Giselle has spent most of her life she married this guy, and I get it, because she, she, she's still very beautiful, but she married this guy. So, you know, she, she still comes from a fluent background, a fluent family. She married this guy thinking he's a great ticket, and he turns out to kind of be like a
0: Not so great, right?
1: You know, great on paper, but not so great elsewhere. And she has children, bonds, and she spent a lot of her life. And so she's been out here, you know, dating for a minute. She broke up and stayed divorced. She broke up with him. She even, when she first came on, uh, when she first, and I don't know why she's saying she don't believe Monique, when she first came on Real Housewives of Potomac, she was like, the reason I left Jamal is because he was a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> I mean, she said, it, not me. So, listen, so... <laughs> The thing is, I think that she finds herself in a space. Her kids don't even want her to be with them. Her kids are like, oh, when they, she's getting back, When the kids are sitting up there going, oh, my God. I think Giselle is at that midlife years, and she feels some sort of way. You know, like, you know, maybe I should go back. Am I finding what I want out here? You know, I'm beautiful still, but my age, you know, am I ha- having to take what's left? And so now she feels like back ch- uh, channeling, and, and and I think that's because she she feels that she can't do any better, you know. And the whole thing is, I think that's why she's probably been sad on the show. She's been up there on the show, doing extra, doing the most uh, spread. I think she's very unhappy, very unhappy, very beautiful, but very, I think, very unhappy. So. I think that she tried to backpedal because she felt like maybe she feels like there's nothing else. But listen here, honey. When Monique came, <laughs> I mean, that, was, that was embarrassing. That was so sad when she said, yeah, that's his number. I mean, that, she was. I mean it was messed up. It was messed up. It was, it was messed up. But no more messed up than the stuff she's been doing every season on the show. But it was, it was Monique came See what everybody says. She's like, let me turn to the first book of receipts. Let me quit laughing. Listen, he needs to get his act together. I mean, Monique, uh, you know, listen, some people try to continue. Reality TV, here's the thing about it. they can ruin people's lives more because you're trying to keep up a storyline when your life's not so boring. And maybe she was trying to keep up a storyline. Storyline by bringing back Miles' ass. I don't know. But, you know, even when he engaged the tweet, he was engaged in t- <laughs> I wonder why tweet does it.
0: Is.
1: They was going to get married or something. Tweet, tweet probably got the same story. I wonder what the. A mess. But this girl, though, she's trying to keep up a storyline, probably. Monique that came read that stuff for Phil, it is nothing more that you can say. Okay? It's just done. I mean, this is just, just decide if you want to be with this man or not, but he's he's really, I mean, he's really starting to make you look crazy. He's really, if there was a deal to come back on here, he needs to act right. He needs to not be messing with other women and not be playing to other women that it's a business deal or whatever. It, I mean, that's just crazy. Just nutty. But uh, I want to know, like I said, who is up here at uh, at 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 uh <laughs> This was a Jamal. <laughs> okay, he needs to get his life together. I mean he just needs to get himself together, okay? He needs to sit down somewhere, I mean, all right? Ray J and Princess Love. Lord have mercy. Let's have baby number three. Who cares? We're getting a divorce. We're getting divorced, okay? This is according to TMZ.com. It says Ray J and Princess Love are in the middle of a divorce, but that's clearly not stopping uh, them from um, uh, possibly producing a third baby. But slow your roll. The process wouldn't be all fun and games. The Love and Hip Hop stores openly talked about the possibility during the show's four part special dub Secrets Unlocked. It set to air on January the fourth on VH1. The news at first seemed to take Ray J by surprise, but hold your heart because it seems that Princess Love thinking is this is strictly a business transaction. Transaction she wants Ray J's swimmers and his swimmers only, okay? Now, this is this is just crazy. And I'm gonna tell you, Ray J, please, if you do this, okay? You crazy as hell if you do this. So let's let's listen to this this whole thing, okay?
3: Your life. I, I never say you're sorry. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you no no Why is that? Why is that?
1: Men have a problem with saying sorry.
3: Stay with. Would... I. <laughs>
2: TV
1: sometimes does more damage than you okay? I mean, it will fry your brain cells. I'm going to tell you that shit right now. Listen, let me just talk about people like Ray J, okay? Princess Love has found herself in a very strange place because what she ended up doing, she had two babies five Having a third one is not smart, though. Okay. I mean, it's not, I mean, yes, it brings your sock down as a woman. I mean, I hate to say that to women because your stock is never down, but to, and to men, certain men on these streets, so a lot of men don't want to take care of another man's kids and all that stuff. But, you know, to have a third one is just foolish. And to have a bring a third baby into the world when you are considering divorce is even dumber. Okay. Uh, because nobody wants to bring another child in the middle of a messy situation, okay? In a situation where they will be with be exposed, you know, to life being without one of their parents. To come to a, to come to a decision of divorce is a very strong decision. I mean, it's a pretty and so when you come to that decision that you, I mean, you you're you're considering your children in that decision, and you've already broken you you're already breaking your family unit. Why would you want to bring in another one? And break the fit? I mean, it's just it just shows that how do you value family or not? I mean, as a woman, I would wonder, does she value do you value family? Do you value him being there? Because you've already, because you made a bad choice in and you guys made a bad choice getting married, you had two children. And I'm not telling people to stay together because you got kids, I'm believing it. But I'm just saying that to make a a decision to already break a family unit with kids in it, why would you make a decision to have another baby in the midst of a broken unit? It's just crazy. That's just crazy talk. That's like crazy talk, like Erica Minha's talking crazy talk with Safari. Safari's over there talking, Safari, like, he don't want no other baby. And he was saying it for dumb shit, like, he don't like, like, the way her shape was going, like, her shape changed, her body changed. I'm like, oh, my God. It is, and I'm going to talk a little bit later on in the show because it was somebody, a a model, a Mexican model who died this week from getting butt injections and stuff, and it's just like, you know what, the the way we see our bodies as women and stuff, I mean, it's. I mean, just Cyborg, when he said that to her, I was like, wow, you know, because Erica's beautiful, but I think a lot of men are seeing these, uh, uh, seeing a lot of things that are are making it harder and harder for sometimes real women to feel competitive, to compete with. And listen, competing with uh, women like, I mean, Erica, I mean, Eric has had his baby, so to say something like that to me was was pretty horrible. And you don't want to have another kid by a man who's more concerned about your waistline and how you're gonna to look and to, stuff, uh, than to have his feet. He doesn't understand that having his feet is a very powerful thing and you're leaving him legacy in the earth. You know what I'm saying? So to first so if he's already if he's been talking to you about Yo, I don't want you to have no baby because it changes. his legacy is not important because it changes your body. If somebody says that to you, a man that you just had a baby with, says something like that to you, that doesn't mean he, a man can say, hey, a man has the right to say hey, I like it, babe, you know, you have a good shape or whatever, or she be healthy and all that. But to say Erica there's nothing wrong with Erica. Erica's well, her body's nice and whatever, but to say it changes her body or something like that, he didn't like it. it the way he the way she says he said it wouldn't consider having another child by a man that that's not his that's not of importance to him. His importance is not his legacy. His importance is in you looking at His importance is in you so 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 you if you're wanting to secure a legacy with a man, if that's what Eric Minias for her life is, then he's probably the wrong guy to do it with because he's more concerned with how she looks, her outer appearance looks, than he is with Securing legacy with her And building a family unit That can move for generations and generations To come he's not interested in that shit He's interested in how you look And so you guys why would you consider Even arguing having a baby With a man like that I wouldn't even argue no more Because that means that you know He's not interested in me like And and to me Personally when I heard that I, And this is the sideboard. I know we're getting off for Ray J and Prince of Love but I'm going to come back to it all happened on the same show But personally, when I heard him say that, I felt like, you know, because they had just had a breakup, okay? And I felt like this is a man who has not, just not really interested anymore, probably. And he just doesn't want to say that he doesn't want a kid with you. Isn't that he probably doesn't want a legacy? He's reconsidering his legacy with you. You know, and so when, when when people say something like that, that's pretty deep because a woman who births a child into the world and births a part of what your your legacy on earth, that's not an easy thing to do, and um, I know a lot of women out here do it for a check nowadays, you see it back to Prince of Lord and all that stuff, but that's why men ought to really consider who you, who you decide to partner with, even for legacy. I mean, a lot of you men... She got pregnant. she didn't get pregnant by me. She's taking all my money. Well, that's because you didn't consider who you you control, uh, uh your seed, and you didn't control you didn't control who you want to build legacy with, who you want to partner with in terms of legacy. That is very important. You know what I'm saying? And so when you bring children into the world, and uh, you don't care for their their mother, I mean it's just a I mean it's just a, a vicious cycle. Okay. But um, Ray J and Prince's love back to them. That's the same thing. Considering having a woman talking about holding a bottle out to you, time out here, you know, like you know, I, I mean, y'all mar Y'all was once married, and now she holding a bottle, like saying, I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing. And Ray J's a fool if he gave, if he, if he has another baby with a woman. That he uh, that that is divorced that they're divorcing because of, men have to understand something too and women we need to so it, it brings down your stock nobody wants I mean you you get ready have a whole village over there with uh, one woman and yet you want to you 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 believe you can divorce out here and get somebody else but to me it brings down a man's stock. And it bring uh, because Ray J has a company, so she a lot of his check that Raycon check gonna be running over there to Princess Love and 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 extra baby that you shouldn't have had with her, because you you in 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 the midst of divorcing. So what woman is gonna want to take you on giving about giving away a fourth of your check? Besides that, not only that you we we you about to make a dumb decision. Now I can see if it was just a divorce and two kids, some women will accept that. So if you didn't make no dumb decision. But you, you out here, you continuing to have a baby with her. You know it's old you know it's over. You considering it? I mean, it hurts the other woman to. I mean, because I would consider that. I'd be like, now yeah, he got how many kids? Like, if I'm a young woman, I would have been like, you know, he already a, a third of a third of the inheritance is gone because he got got three kids over there. Kids, if I have some babies with the Negro, they're gonna have to share some of that Raycon money. I don't know. <laughs> and that's all a part of considering legacy, but to have a, a baby with a woman that you are considering divorcing is just, that just, just reeks not uh, uh, valuing family. It's just That's just my personal opinion, and not understanding uh, the power of a family unit. I just don't like that. This is crazy. Nutty, nutty. Okay? Um. Let's talk about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Let we talk about them last week. They, I thought we got them, but there's there. People are saying they're living together, but living separate lives. Sources are saying, according to People dot com, they're saying that after a weathering the tumultuous summer, Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West are still together. So the sources are very much uh, live separate lives currently. Kim has work and projects that are important to her, and Kanye and his yeah. and his. The source tells people there. I think we already talked about this last week. Listen, I mean, you know, <sighs> like I got there's see like, Kanye ain't nothing. I mean, Kanye's got, like I said, his, a lot of his wealth is going to be over there in the Kardashian life. Okay? I mean, it is. He's got four or five. She's going to about four or five babies. Okay? Uh, uh, but it's not only that. It's just uh I mean am I surprised? No. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just not. that' not surprise me at all. Um you know, uh Kanye I don't know what may happen with him and Kim and we'll just wait to see. I mean, but you know, if he, if he if it doesn't work out, he needs to make sure he gets somebody that is more grounded. I mean, Kim is up there; she's trying to <clears throat> be famous and in the fame world. And for Kanye, who's already who um, can I say this? Kanye, who's already uh, uh, a very famous person who is not grounded at all. He needs a, somebody that is a stable force, in my opinion, a more stability of somebody who would have snatched his butt off that stage or got him snatched off that stage when he was out there acting crazy and stuff like that. He needs stability. He he doesn't need celebrity chasing. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, so hopefully if they don't, all right, you know, because Kim is not that. Kim is not that. Kim is a celebrity herself. And she they her family, so it's very hard for her to stabilize and ground herself to be the kind of thing that Kanye needs a little bit. It's very hard because she's also serving the beast in some senses. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's different if she was serving the beast in a way that like she was a celebrity, but she has stable ground. But being a reality star, you have to feed that beast even more. Like constantly. You got to feed the beast even when it's unhealthy for you to do so. Because you got to keep, that's how you keep it going. And so for Kanye, I never had thought that was a healthy thing. I, I don't think you know the Kardashians are a very interesting family. I always say the Kardashians, Mount the Chris Kardashian is a pimp, and part of her pimp game is her family. Uh, most of the men who've been wrapped up into the Kardashian women have not had good relationships with their own family. I mean, that's what pimps do. Pimps, the pimps get these girls out here on these streets when they, you know, they a lot of times they ran away from home. They, ain't, you know, they families, they ain't shit and all this stuff. And so, a lot of times, they, uh, you know, they give them a sense of family, a sense of love. But it's when you, when you got to forget to bring that money in when you slap your ass upside the head. <laughs> so that's the same thing with the Kardashians. The Kardashians provide men like Kanye, Lamar Odom, so that's why that boy from that basketball player she was married to before didn't work, because he was stabilized, his family was up in there like she, was like, what's up, they running us off, <laughs> right, so he had a stable family, so Kim didn't really take to that, because she was, they looking to a uh, 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 they looking for a different thing that they can suck energy out of, and it's already somebody, me and who so a lot of times they... That's the same thing with Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was stable a little bit with his mom. So you can't... Um, they give their thing to provide an illusion of family and, hey, we got your back to when you start fucking up like Kanye to or Lamar to dump you out with the dumpster. You know, understand that business is first for them, okay? So a lot of times... Uh men like Lamar Odom and Kanye West and stuff like that need stabilizers. They don't need women who are feeding the beast of fame, who are coming with a sacrifice weekly and daily with uh, to the beast of fame. Okay? And that's just not me. <laughs> Good. Okay com talks about Will Smith researching polyamorous lifestyle. This is according to com. It says, earlier this year, RB singer August Alcena confirmed the longstanding rumors that Will and Jada Pinkett Smith enjoyed a polyamorous lifestyle after exposing his affair with Jada. Will and Jada's daughter, Willow, is reading up on the subject. Over the weekend, Willow shared her latest read, stories from poly, uh Poly Q, real life and polyamorous fam, okay. Um, So she said, "Listen, she's been talking like this for the longest about uh, polyamorous and and uh, uh, and stuff." She's a Scorpio. Listen, Scorpios, we like to explore. Uh, the unconventional, uh, you know, and the truth is <laughs> most Scorpios will probably like unconventional. But the problem with us is that most of us, not all of us, is that when we're really in love with somebody, not that we, people like to say we're possessive. I don't say that. I don't, I don't have that vibe, but some Scorpios do. But we really like to, we I love loyalty. So in terms of, you know, and that doesn't mean Scorpios aren't always loyal you know that's just the tricky thing about Scorpio that's why they like to explore sometimes even in their dark side the whole uh, you know thing of several people or several things and stuff like that so I'm looking at Willow because from the times of being a young Scorpio who has been raised in this very unconventional family uh, allegedly uh, she she's probably not seen um <laughs> Sometimes how we see marriage and and relationships and everything, if you haven't seen uh, loyalty in your family in terms of faithfulness to one person, it can be very hard for you to uh, want that in your lifestyle. I'm not saying that's what's happened with her, but if it has been the case, well, she, she hasn't really seen stability in a couple, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and, you know, my thing about this is I, I've seen polyamorous stuff on TV and people have read about it and stuff like that. And here's what I'll say about those. Uh, even in those, there's always one person that gets jealous. There's always one person that is more possessive than the other. There's always one person that doesn't wish they couldn't go with the lifestyle. I mean, so I think it does affect people. Uh I can see how people can do it, though. I definitely can see. It. I can totally understand the polyamorous lifestyle from a woman's point of view, too. But uh, do I think it's the most healthy thing? Eh, not really. But a young girl like her, I'm not surprised that she was born in it. Maybe she needs to score that in her head to answer her own questions in life or whatever whatever she feels from whatever she's been exposed to. And being raised in Hollywood is a whole different thing because you got a lot of people out there who everybody jump from relationship to relationship. Uh, you got a lot of people with ADD. A lot of people in Hollywood with ADD. <laughs> uh, ADHD. And, you know what I'm saying, they can't stick to one person. They can't stick to one thing. They can't stick to I mean, you know, what I'm saying, are they feel trapped if they in a relationship, a marriage relationship, and stuff like that, or anything, or, what, or how they see relationships. If one bad thing happens, they think it's all, all relationships are bad. Or five bad, you've been exposed to five bad relationships, that means all relationships are bad. But that's not true. Some people just simply fuck up when they get together. I mean, people, some people... It, some people ain't with the right people, and you, you find that when some people get with the right people, there's a sense of loyalty, there's a sense of freedom in a relationship, and there's a any monogamy, you know, there could be freedom with people when you're with the right person, okay? The right person would never want to uh uh imprison a person, okay? Because it's then, then a love is not, um, how can I say, a love is not. You're not willfully loving them. Now, monogamy and, and, and commitment is different than tra- be trapping somebody. Commitment is just saying, hey, I make a commitment to be with this person. That's not a trap. That's not, I don't know, people who think that, that's probably because they have some skewed thinking as far as their own, what they've seen in relationships and <clears throat> and everything like that. But I'm not surprised considering Willow and considering the energy that she's grown up in. Not surprising whatsoever. Um, and, you know, hey, if she wants to explore a polyamorous lifestyle, you know, hey, she wouldn't be. A lot of y'all exploring one without knowing y'all exploring one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what. Wait a minute. I see something about here? Somebody's talking about future engagement. No, I don't even want to read. I. It's too late at night to be talking about future talking about engaged with somebody. Wasn't future just uh, talking about Lori Harvey? Any woman who wants to get engaged to future after he just gave Lori Harvey a birthday party about six months ago. I just came with future. I just future future needs to stop. It's like oh my gosh. He just needs to stop. Maybe he is going to, maybe he's trying to settle down. Maybe he trying to, she's going to be the ma- mother of the village. I, I don't know. You know. time I hear something about future, all I got to say is see Ella. Look at God. Look at, look at what God did for you, girl. Oh, my God. I want to shout for Sierra. Let me just say, I want to shout for her. And you know what? I'm gonna talk about Sierra for a second. I know Sierra felt some sort of way about that. As for others, listen, when you date another Scorpio or somebody with some Scorpio in their uh, uh, their uh, chart, and a strong Scorpio, there's a bond. I know that was hard for her ass, sister. I knew it was hard for Sierra's ass to pull up off. Of, of 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 future and do it at that. List. That took all the fucking strength she had to pull up on it sort of like you know. Let, let me just say this: it took her a lot of strength to pull off the future. She did so right, smartly, and went for someone who probably listen. She probably doesn't have as much passion with. But she has a great relationship with. He loves her. He's passionate about her. He's crazy about her child child's future. He's crazy about. Uh, he he builds a he he builds a family around her. And you know, I'm sure there was a lot of passion and lust with futures ass. Cause he got that sexuality vibe. But she like if that. Uh, that's not what's gonna. That, it's, that's not what builds legacy. And with Russell Wilson, she gets to deal legacy with him. You know what I'm saying? So that is such a beautiful thing. And she, she don't have to worry about somebody running around like a dog and you I mean, well, we have know her. <laughs> but I'm just saying I mean, it's, it I know it took her everything. I mean, that's why I always think about Lisa Bonet. Like Lisa Bonet is with and you can see her listen, let me just say this. Okay, let's talk about it. I I'm I am i am am here. But Lisa Bonet is with Jason. Oh, what's his name? What's the dude's name? Was she with the man? Momoa? Oof, geez, I, don't, I saw him the other day on Justice League. I was watching like, Justice League. I said, Jesus. God. What a mercy, Lisa. He's beautiful. Okay. And I don't, and as far as I know, he don't look like the player type. He probably could be, but he does I, I You know, I feel like he might be crazy about her. Like, Lenny looks like a fucking player. He's a Gemini. He's a Scorpio. I know what Lisa Bonet was going through. That, that Lenny Kravitz over there, that Lenny Kravitz. I say Lenny Kravitz was probably everything that Lisa Bonet ever wanted wrapped up and just everything. That's why she produced that little beautiful thing she got Zoe. That's a love baby right there. <laughs> because that's, that's, they look like when they're together, they just so energy. into Lisa see in that fucking Gemini roaming, just like, you want to roam? I just want to roam. I just want to be a nomad. You know, I mean, Lisa's non-traditional. Le, Le, Lisa's a Scorpio that's non-traditional, but a Scorpio, be like wrong. What do you mean wrong? You know what I'm saying. So Lisa, what she did, she she got out just in time. And then he's still roaming, just roaming around, wishing he was with Lisa. But Lisa went and built a family house. Lisa did what few have done in a lifetime by getting Jason Momoa here. And she finally she went and got that Jason Momoa. Now he ain't. He don't bring out. He don't put. In my personal opinion, he's sexy. Well, he don't have the sexual energy that Lenny Kravitz did. Scorpios, we love us some sexual energy. It's like, like we feel it, we like, whoa <laughs> We feel well, we we it. We like oh. <gasps> like we feel that sexual energy we we love it's like a it's like a sniff. Scorpios, we can sniff it. Like you know what they say about us it's true. <laughs> we do we do sniff sex for the higher four. Because we do Feel like a sexual energy that's real strong. We want to merge with it. You know what I'm saying? We like, oh, what is that? You know, whatever. I don't know why we're made like that, but I know, I, I believe that was the connection to Lenny Kravitz. But I think that, but with Scorpios, they like to explore that love. We want to explore it and, 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 and we want to be explored with someone we can trust, but we don't want every damn body in the world exploring it, okay? So, And if we do let that happen, we only want that for so long, okay? You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think Lisa Bonet found her another sexy man probably that's not. I think she's in the Sierra. I think she said, you know what? Here's a guy who can appreciate me as a woman. He wants to be loyal. He wants to have a family. He does not want to roam. He probably has a sense of roaming to him. He doesn't want to roam. He's actually like a king, you know, up in here. He don't want to, you know. And I'm gonna just go with that. Now, do you do, do, do I believe that she don't that that Lenny? was well, in her heart? I believe that Lenny was in her heart, but she just she just couldn't she can't. He couldn't run around here with nomads running around with the countryside and all this stuff, and knowing not knowing what he's doing, running around these models and shit. Nobody got time for that. Nobody Um, I, I know that's what the, I didn't even start reading the book, and I know that's what the hell I'm gonna reading that book about Lenny ass. I know Lenny Kravitz ass, these them damn Gemini's can't keep their attention, but now I bet he would rest that shit because he sees her literally happy probably with someone, you know, else. And I think he's got Neptune and Scorpio like real strong. He's got some Scorpio in his chart. Yeah. I think I pulled in Travis' chart before. So I could see the um that thing with them. But at some point she's like, No. Like she was like in, in Scorpio women are not gonna put you know, it's not gonna happen. There's too many Scorpio. There's some Scorpio women to put up with it. Like, but they usually aim in it for something if they are. Like the girl over here with Nick Kent. Like, she's just up there just having babies. She's aiming at something. I don't know what she's aiming at, but Nick, if I was you, I'd watch her. You might be married before you know it. Seriously. <laughs> if she let you play her like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nah, that don't happen for no reason. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I find that a, I find a, I find a, a – this this whole thing with um uh, we're, we're we're future. It, I I know I know. Understood. I feel like Kiara and Denise and and uh, 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 Lisa Bonet have a lot in common that way. Except for Lenny and her are still really good friends. You know what I'm saying? But and that's, you know because he was Jim now. But two scrabble, she is. <laughs> it might be her it's gonna take a minute, cause her and Future probably that war. Future probably ha- listen. Future is probably hating seeing Sierra glow like that. She's glow, and it don't matter because what he can't, she can. This dude can give her what uh, uh, what um, what what he could a
2: stability.
1: That's something that she ain't got. So, <laughs> and I think that's the same thing with Lisa Bonet. I think Lisa Bonet found stability in somebody, but she also found the same sex appeal. But part of the attraction to people, I think, for Scorpios, to people like Lenny Kravitz and Future, is because um, they are romers. We do like that. We like, this is just something we're, we we love. We get caught up in our, our search for uh. Soulmates or our soul things. We we Scorpios long to find soulmates, and so so a lot of times mysterious roamers. Because we understand, we don't like to be tied down either. Even, isn't that Even though we're the weirdest water, we're a water sign. We don't like, we're water signs that, we're the, wor- we're the worst of the water signs. We, we, we're the water signs that like our freedom. We like to move about. We like everything. But we, we can be in relation. We can provide stability in relationships, long-term stability. But we still like to have our own thing going on, okay? So, yeah, so I, I can see that. Uh, so I, I, I can actually see her and Sierra having a lot in common in that way. Except for Lenny Kravitz is morning, Lenny Kravis ain't having a bunch of babies out here. <laughs>
0: like
1: future dad. Future ass is going around here. just hot. Just giving the world. It's everybody. This You want a baby? You want a baby? You want a baby?
0: <laughs>
2: Good. Let's
1: talk about Oprah up in these streets. Oprah is out here. The Oprah has so Oprah, Oprah, I don't wanna hear what well, Oprah, why are you selling all the own? What is going on here? What is going on that you quietly trying to sell off on? Discovery Boost stake and own. Oprah referee takes stock in long time uh takes stock in long time partner. It's according to deadline dot com. Discovery has upped its stake and owned to 95% with the network's founder and namesake Oprah Winfrey, receiving $35 million worth of Discovery stocks in exchange, according to an SEC filing Tuesday. Discovery and Winfrey launched on in 2008, and the David Soslov-led media company has periodically raised its stake in the joint venture. It stood 73% before the latest transaction, which was the first where Winfrey opted to take Discovery stock instead of cash. According to a person familiar with the situation, Winfrey's new stake through her wholly-owned Harpo, Inc., has a total of 1.34 million shares. It's less than 1% of Discovery's outstanding Class A stock. Harpo, which was own, also registered to sell 670,000 of the Discovery shares. It may offer and sell some or all or none of them. The SEC filing uh, noted, funds raised may go to cover taxes. Discovery is set to mark a major milestone on January the 4th with the launch of Discovery Plus, a new streaming service that combines content, including a 1,000 hours of original programming. Okay? Uh, this service will have more than 50 own shows. Uh, including unscripted programming from the network and several series led by Winfrey. Listen, I'm not quite sure what's going on here and why Oprah's selling off for stock. You know, my guess is this. You know, when Oprah first started this this network, it was boring as shit. You know, like I I talk about it all the time. You know, I even had Oprah, Oprah's it was so, it was just so, boring. I used to talk about how Gail was my profile at night. She'd come on the show at night, and I'd put Gail on, and I'd go right to sleep. It just put me right out. Well, <laughs> that's how, I mean, the whole network, it had, We had one time she had Faith, I think even Faith Hill had a reality show, a judge. It was, it was real crazy. And what happened is Discovery uh, really realized that, you know, this isn't working, hopefully. I mean, your vision of white women coming back home to you is not working, and white women had left the building, and Oprah hadn't realized that, and then they signed to what I said the sweetie pies, okay, where Miss Robbie and her family came on, and
0: it was an instant hit.
1: and you know what discovery dis- discovered yeah, damn, the black people ain't left the building though. and we should have left Oprah's ass, Oprah's Oprah asked was a good business for you on something not all things or something, okay? And so they started to turn the network into very, became more reality TV, uh, more uh, black things. It started to look like an uh, intelligent version of BT. Or <laughs> and I think Oprah, my personal opinion, I don't think that was Oprah's vision ever for her network. I think her her vision for her network was to be some hottie toddy, uh, Feel the vibe, feel the love, and feel the energy, and and Maya Angelou speeches, which I love. It, Maya Angelou, but I mean, you know, in between every commercial break, and let's talk about today empowering the soul, and it's not for all for that, but like then, I mean, she she is a lot of it. Oprah, that Oprah twenty four seven on a network was just not gonna work, <laughs> and I think that. This selling off of of own is not surprising to me uh, it, it and 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 I think because um maybe the direction of the network was not going her way it actually the network's actually become a little bit more successful in my opinion but um, it's interesting that she's selling it now, very interesting um That means, you know, literally that I mean, we got another black owner giving up ownership. It is what it is. I mean, you know, I don't, I, I don't understand this one myself. I just completely don't why she's going to give up stakes and own. Um, very interesting. We'll keep an eye on this because maybe we'll hear more reasons of what to why she may be doing this. But uh, I'm not surprised. My personal belief is that it wasn't her vision. Like the vision that they they're showing on there now has was not the vision that Oprah wanted to uh to uh take her network in, okay? Um Vanessa Bryant. I'm gonna let this be the last story tonight, y'all. Because Vanessa, you know, it's sad yeah. Her mama is now doing her after, you know, what kind of person Listen, I'm going to say this I don't know what the fuck kind of person her mama is I mean, you're not under fucking seeing What happened to this girl I mean Let me read the story Okay, this is according to eonline.com It says, after her mother Sophia Ubeda Otherwise known as Sophia Lane Found a lawsuit Vanessa Bryant responded by denying her claims Vanessa Bryan has accused her mother, Sophia Ubreta, also known as Sophia Lane, of trying to extort financially extort excuse that extort financial windfall from her family. The allegations are in response to a lawsuit Sophia filed through the attorneys in California in California's Orange County Superior Court on Tuesday, December fifteenth. In Sophia's fouling, which was obtained by e News, the 68-year-old alleged that she has been a long-time personal assistant and nanny for Vanessa and Kobe, and that she was never paid for her services, despite promises she claims. She claims. The late Lakers, Lakers uh, legend made before his untimely death, Vanessa has denied her mother's accusations in the statement obtained by e News. My mother has continued to try and find ways to extort a financial windfall for my family, she said, I've supported her for nearly twenty years, and she was never my or Cody's personal assistant, nor was she a nanny. I've always been a stay-at-home, um, stay-at-home mother, and my husband, and I and I were our daughter's full-time caregivers. Uh, I don't believe that Vanessa, not for one bit. Okay, I do believe your mom was there. I do believe your mom was helping, but I don't believe she was a nanny. I don't think that you was paying her. I think that just you just it, you know. I, and if you didn't have no nannies, let me tell these women who married to these high fucking profile men. I, I, a nanny is your friend. I keep telling women who trying, don't be trying to be regular and trying to raise these kids all by yourself. You know how I many single women out here alone and stuff would love to have help, the help that you got? Like Kim Kardashian, Kanye, time out. you Why don't you raise the kids by like yourself? Sit up, Kanye. You know how it's a full time job being married to your crazy aunt. That's what if I was Kim. I would have told you this. Full-time job being married to your crazy ass, having to jump up and run to some place and make sure your ass is taking your medicine and you talking crazy, talking about running for president and shit. I, just, I mean, you know, if you telling me I don't need no nanny, are you serious? You know what kind of lifestyle we got? Vanessa Bryant definitely needs a probably admit him, okay? She was going to games. So she wasn't doing all that alone. When you going to games or when you just hang out with Kobe and all this stuff and, and all this stuff, And it's a lot of work when you're dealing with a man like Kobe Bryant because they got a lot of business out here. And you got to be willing to, you know, trying to be helpful as much as you can. It's a whole other job. So you got being a mother is even more. So I do believe this grandmother helped in that way. But however, I got two things to say. To see your child who just lost her baby. You well, know, she leaves a husband, but she lost her fucking child in a, in a helicopter crash. Fear you. I mean, have you no
0: compassion
1: for your child? Hey, like, to lose a husband is one thing, but to lose a kid is a whole other fucking thing. With your child. I mean, I can't imagine that, that energy she's dealing with. Um, oh, on! what kind of shitty person would do this shit? That's very sad. And the second thing is,
0: Vanessa,
1: I'm about to start telling you no pieces, Vanessa.
0: Okay.
1: Now, I know your mama ain't shit. I know your mama's around here. But your mama might have taught you the game. They used to say that years ago, your mama was teach you the game. I don't know. I don't know your mama right now it seems like she ain't shit. Okay. But I don't want to call you no piece Vanessa. Let me tell you why I don't want to call you no piece Vanessa. Because mama knows all the shit. Mama's getting ready to start writing fucking books. Mama's getting ready to start telling all your fucking business. Mama knows it. Mama knows where the bodies are buried. Mama knows all your shit. I know you've been taking care of her for 20 years. And I know she probably, like I said, she probably ain't shit. But listen here, Vanessa Brown. Take Care of your mama. You ain't gotta give her a bunch of money, but make sure she got housing, make sure she got a decent house, make sure she got decent food, make sure she she's good, she living dec- decently good. Now I know she's somebody like her probably trying to go fucking extravagant, but you give her what you give her, and and you don't have to deal with her. Make sure the lawyers and people like that go over there, and give her a check every month or whatever the hell you need to do. But what I would say right now while you going through you trying to heal, you trying to get back into life, the last fucking thing you need to be doing is in court fighting your mama over some dumb shit, which is money. I know money gives a time when you gotta fight about money, but the most thing you need to be what you want to be concentrating on how you and you can you can expand Kobe's legacy for you and your children. And the last fucking thing you wanna be is wrapped up in court and that energy wrapped up in your mama
0: begging.
1: So give her what she needs and quit arguing with her ass, okay? But she does like the book. Hey, she's crazy. She's the craziest She's the one you right now. If she's the one you right now, not caring that you lost your husband and your child less than, we're almost at the year anniversary next month. She, she, she ain't going to care about writing no damn book, okay? She not going to care about going on these pop shows talking about if you and Cody didn't all the way right, she gonna tell it she going not tell everything. So my thing is get you some peace in your life. You got to expand the kingdom. Okay? You got babies that you got to, you got three babies left that you got to expand the kingdom for. Expand the kingdom. I got time. I got to give mama a little $10 million over here. Shit, you got $600 million, $600, $700 million. Toby, that's your ass. This ain't even your damn money. It's Kobe's damn money. I mean, it's your money together because you was married to him. I ain't, I ain't going to sound like these men out here. But you he was married to him, so it's your money, too. But he was making out the money. And it's six dollars to $700 million. That's a lot of money. Give her ass $10, dollars million. Send her ass out to the lawyers distribute it to her in a way that's right. Uh, take care of her, shit. I'll give, As a matter of fact, I'd probably buy her house and own the damn house, like a big ass house that she wanted or whatever, and I don't that shit. She can live in it and do whatever she wants it. She couldn't be messy and stuff. but she can do want because I want peace because I, I got things to do, and I can't be sitting here arguing now. She keep pulling on you and pulling on you, which maybe that's what was going on. She's been pulling on her now. This is the case if she keep pulling on her and pulling for her on her begging, nothing is good enough then you got to, sometimes you got to fight that kind of stuff. But if it's just like she wants something, she, she, like they said, she won the house and she, Vanessa didn't want to buy it. And she got mad. If it's shit like that, tell buy that damn house. Jeez. I buy it and I keep it under my name. And I, and I make sure she's taken care of every month. Make sure she's driving nice cars, make sure everything, because I don't, and I, and then I would make her sign a, uh, a non-disclosure agreement and a, a, a gag artist and everything, and she can't tell nothing that goes on in my house. You need to have our went on in my house. You need to have peace of mind. Sometimes peace of mind is better than money. Now, again, if I say she doesn't good enough, then you got to fight it. But if that's not the case, give her her shit and let her. She ain't got to be around you, but she can be paying her and moving on about your lifestyle, okay? And that's it. That's the end of the show today. Dang, hey, I think I did
2: been
1: good <laughs> okay you guys listen if you are uh, uh listening to the sound of my voice uh, i hope you guys for the archive listeners you have a wonderful wonderful christmas and hopefully you guys i will see you before the new year uh god bless and i'll try to do the show before one show before the new year and everything before we go into 2021 but please enjoy your christmas uh and eat well uh, fellowship well and listen. I mean, just love on people, okay, and encourage people and inspire pre- people this holiday season so people lo- need it, okay. I hope y'all have a good one. I'm gonna end it with. What am I gonna go out
2: with?
1: Um, uh, hey, what Christmas story am I gonna go out with? I don't know. I said, what gonna be? Oh, yes. Yeah. Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. <laughs> I love this one. This was my uh, Jays brow. It's the CC show. I'm out, y'all. Y'all have a good one, okay? See you. Merry Christmas. Oh, that's, the wrong one. Oh, that's, not, the that's not the song. Okay, there, here we go. This is right.
0: Santa Claus. Go straight to the
3: ghetto. Hitch up your ring here.
0: Uh. Go straight to the ghetto. Santa Claus. Go straight to the ghetto. Fill every stocking you find. The kids are going to love you so. Uh. Leave a toy for Johnny. Leave a dog. Mary. leave something pretty for it and don't forget about Gary, Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto, Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto, Callum James Brown sent you, <laughs> go straight to the ghetto. You know that I know what you will see, cause that was what me. get Hit it, hit it, you see mothers and soul brothers, Santa Claus goes straight to
1: Out of my voice, if you're listening to the archive show. You can hit me up on Carly's underscore galaxy at Instagram. You can also hit me up at Carlotta72 and see Chatwood show on Twitter. Those are both separate accounts. You can also hit me up on uh, the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page on uh, Facebook, okay? And that's where you can send me a message and stuff like that if you're interested in something I said on the show or whatever. You can do that there, okay? Uh, You guys have a wonderful, wonderful Merry Christmas. I am out. I will see you guys probably sometime next week, okay?
3: Meanwhile,
1: here is, we're going to end it it with this one. This is one of our favorites from Luther, Mistletoe Jail. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Girl, come on over here and get under this mistletoe with me. I'm not getting under that mistletoe with you anymore. Why not? Cause you don't know how to act when you get under there. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. What? The last time I got under that thing with you. What happened? The last time I got under there with you, I had twins Tell it all. <laughs> I sure like. The DJ play is the one chance that makes you And I'm hungry for your love. So I'm gonna play this one jam that'll make you want to kiss somebody. Let's see. Let's see.